right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? Good afternoon. How's everybody doing on this wonderful, hot Friday afternoon? <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right, man. And uh, <laughs> we got some things to talk about today that we do. <laughs> Woo! Boy, are y'all ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yes, sir, buddy. All right. Before we get started, though, of course, there's some things I got to say. Uh, first of all, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. Tahaka, welcome to the show. Haven't seen you around in a while. Guess 891 and 892. Thank you for joining us. All right. So here it is, man. You want to be a part of the show? You want to call in and comment on something we're talking about? Here's how you can do that. The first way is simple. Just call me. That's all you have to do. Pick up the phone. Dial 347-838-8622. Press the number one on your keypad when you're ready to um, have join the conversation, and I'll bring you right on in. Uh, another way is you can shoot me an email during the show at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. And then there's our chat room that's also open. Uh, you can log in to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And those are all the ways you can um, participate in the show. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Because <laughs> I love to hear y'all talk, man. I tell you, I love to hear what you have on your mind. I tell you, I learn so much when I listen to y'all. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Hey, sweetheart, I see you down there in Florida. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking to. I don't have to call no names. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so, man, I tell you, what happened this week, man? What what really happened this week? Do any Does anybody know what happened this week? I'll, I'll tell you what happened this week. They had a circus down in Cleveland, Ohio, called the Republican National Convention. And, man, do you talk about a circus. <laughs> Woo, man. I know probably y'all didn't watch it like I did. You know, I had to watch it so I can come back and tell y'all about it. And it was some interesting things going on down there in Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) Well, if you didn't know, I'm going to tell you, Donald Trump is now the official Republican candidate for president of the United States of America. And so... (laughs) (laughs) That's who you have to deal with in November. (laughs) Now, before I get into the the, the, the deep, deep specifics of of what happened during the um, the, the, the convention, you know, I I have to say something about this um, thing with um, Trump's wife and her little speech that she gave. Look, I don't know why everybody got upset because she copied some words off of Michelle Obama's speech back in um, 2008, I think. Um, Hey, the presidents do it all the time. They borrow speeches from the pieces of speeches from each other. So, I mean, let's be honest. The woman, she talks with a very thick accent, okay? Um, (laughs) I shouldn't say this. She an immigrant. So what did you expect her to say? You know, what did you expect her to say? 
But of course, nobody's going to mention that part of it. You know, I want to, you know what? And they made such a big thing about President Obama's um, birth certificate. I want to see her immigration papers. That's what I want to see. We ought to start a petition and say, let's see her immigration paper. Is she legally in the United States? (laughs) That would be cruel, wouldn't it? (laughs) Hey. Fair fair play, man. Fair play. He put up there on the stage. But, you know, the the bottom line was, okay, so she borrowed some words. Heck, everybody borrows some words every now and then. We must remember there are no unique or original thoughts here in this world. Everybody borrows from everybody one time or another, okay? So basically get over it. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Get over it. Um, You know, it's amazing about that conference, man. And well, before I get to these two clowns, let me let me talk about um, Ted Cruz. You know, I'm not a big Ted Cruz fan. I'm really not because he has orchestrated government shutdowns, and you know, he's just a, like a little spoiled brat. However, I gained a little bit more respect for Ted Cruz when he stood up there, said what he had to say, and in the end. And made the statement, vote your conscience. <laughs> oh, when he said that, boy, I bet everybody about fainted up in that little coliseum, boy, at that convention hall. You hear me? They about fell out. You know, it's bad. And, and this shows, um, at least there's, uh, I'm going to say, one politician out there that has a little, the the nuts I'm going to say it, that it has the nuts to stand up for what he believe in. He just wasn't going to kowtow and say, I'm not going to, God dang it, say I endorse anybody, especially after this man has um, um, insulted my father. Because remember he said, Trump said his father had something to do with the killing of um, John F.K. Um, <laughs> they talked about his wife. So I don't blame that man. I, I wouldn't endorse him either. I was surprised he actually got up there and spoke, but, you know, that was his chance to say what he had to say. (laughs) What a beautiful, what a beautiful thing, man. What a beautiful thing. I just loved it. And, uh, you know, it it was very interesting, to say the least. So shout out to um, um, Ted Cruz on this one. This one time I'm giving him the shout out because he did what, what many of them need to do. And the reason why I'm saying is even Bernie, you know, and this is the thing about politics that just drives me batty. Um, they get up there, they have these debates, they go at each other hard, you know, say all these things. And then when they lose, they get up to the winner and, 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 and say all these great things all of a sudden. Wait a minute. Not two or three months ago, you were at my throat. You know, um, and, and and I know they make them sign a statement that that promises if they they are not the the nominee they will support the other one. Hogwash! You're not gonna make me. You know what? And that's why I like what Ted Cruz did. Ted Cruz said, "Screw y'all. Y'all don't like me anyway." <laughs> so many people say he committed um, political suicide. Um, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Depends on how the election go. But. He stood up for his family, and you you can't you can never uh, um, knock a man for standing up for his family. 
You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say about that. 904 in the house. I see you. Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, so, you know, kudos to Ted Cruz, and um, this is a good thing. All right. Now, during this convention, during this convention, you know, it's interesting that they brought two black ministers up on the stage. And how can I say it? I wonder how much Donald Trump gave to their their churches. <laughs> That's all I will say. Um, Darren Scott, he he was the first one to go up there, and man, he got the crowd all worked up, hooping and hollering like he was in the Baptist ministry. He was a he was in the pulpit preaching, and I was sitting here looking at this cat like, um, excuse me, do you know who you you're talking to right now? Do you understand the group of people that you're talking to? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Let me let me tell y'all some stuff about it. You know, and um Hold on, I'm going through my notes now cuz I, I I wrote some good notes. I I really did. I you know because I I couldn't help it, man. I I could not help it. Because that that cat was talking and he was he was actually getting on my nerves. And the people in the crowd, they hooping and hollering. I don't think they heard a word he said. I don't think they heard a word the man said. You know, and you know that that goes to show. And I'm not knocking. He believed it. He believed it. But before he went on stage, when he first got to um, the convention center, he made a statement. And, and this is why I ask. I wonder how much did they um, did they pay him his church? Uh, where is it? Yeah, here it is. All right. Now listen to this. <laughs> Cleveland Heights pastor Daryl Scott preaches unity, touts Trump in RNC speech. Um. He said before he texted, um, I'm sorry, he tweeted before he went up on stage that he was not invited to preach. However, that's what he did. He got up there and started preaching, y'all. Trust me. If you don't believe it, go back and check it out. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Okay, anyway. he. Um, this is what the man had to say. And, and they, they were loving it, man. Donald Trump knows that for all of the sharp elbows and all the sharp words and all the bruised egos and all of the hurt feelings the art of the deal is bringing people together to unify and to get them from no to yes that means problem solving it means finding common ground then moving forward Donald Trump has done that for himself for 30 years and he now wants to take that experience to get the best deal for America and the best deal for all Americans. <laughs> uh, he also went on to say that Trump will now rebuild the broken trust that now exists between our citizens and our government, which over the last eight years has brought the rhetoric of hope, but the reality of higher minority unemployment, crime, drug use, and more civil unrest and national distress. 
The Democratic Party has failed both at home and abroad, leaving the country deeper in debt, spiritually empty, and more divided than ever before. I truly believe that nothing will prevent Donald Trump from doing everything in his power to create an America and to become a president that everyone can be proud of. Now, that is what he got up there on the stage and said. Okay, and you know I was being kind of funny, you know, trying to get that little that the little southern preaching thing going, but you know I'm not a preacher, so uh, that's the best I can do, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, check this out. Earlier on, when the Scott had less than kind words about the role of minorities working service jobs at Quicken Quinten, Quicken Loans Arena, that's where the convention was held. And this is what Dr. Daryl Scott had to say. Black people are at RNC, RNC in service positions, and none has a problem. It's okay to work for them, but not work with them or be equal to them. Now, if he's saying this before he goes on stage, right? Um... <laughs> <laughs> if he says this before going on stage, why in the world would he get up and say all that other rhetoric? You know? Now, here's my problem. That's why I came up with the question. How much did Donald Trump contribute to this man's church? Because it, it, you truly do not feel the words that you've said. You don't. You, you you can't feel that. As we often say here on the show, follow the money. And I'm sure there was a nice, nice contribution given to the church for him to come up there and speak the way he did. Um, so and I, I'm bringing this forward to let you know you can't believe everything them jokers get up there and tell you. You know, I was looking at Facebook and all the the little sayings that would people were putting down there and the comparisons. I'm like, really, y'all? Are y'all really, really falling for this nonsense that these people are talking about? <laughs> you know, come on, look at this. Look, look at what you're doing. Every time the camera panned over the crowd, what did you see? It was mighty bright in there, wasn't it? Every now and then you see a dark spot every now and then, but it was mighty bright, mighty bright. <laughs> but of course, you know, they had to bring bring a couple up on stage to to show that, see, we have some. We we have some as our friends. See? And then they brought up Miss Lynn Patton. Now this this is a black woman that supposedly works for Donald Trump. And is uh, I guess she's in one of his higher positions, and she's she got the speaking. <laughs> but when that lady mentioned the LGBTQ, the crowd almost went silent. You hear me? They almost went dead silent. Now we'll get back to that point in a little bit. You know, then they brought this other pastor up there, Pastor Mark Burns. Oh, man. He got up there, and he wants to start preaching, but he started doing his little chant, All Lives Matter. I mean, he got them all going, and they got to saying it, All Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. 
the stereotypical thing that's going on. Okay, but we, we'll come back to that as well because it's amazing how they have these individuals up here saying certain things, but when the nominee himself got up there, um, certain things were not said, or should I say that were said <laughs> without being said, okay? So that that was, was, was something I just had to get out. But anyway, listening to the to the to the um, watching and listening to this this um, thing they call the convention, it was very interesting because basically what it was was a um, bachelor Hillary Clinton um, conference convention. That's all it was basically. You had all these people getting up there and they were saying all these great things, but basically it all ended up to bashing Hillary Clinton. All right. So, um, <sighs> then they had, um, these little, these little, um, what they call these little slogans for the, each night, um, make America safe again, make America work again, make America first again, make America one again. All right. So make America safe again. Let's remember America was going pretty good until, um, well, nine <laughs> eleven, and we know who was in office during nine eleven. You know, and you know it's nice to have these little slogans, but they make no sense. Make America first again. It's been a long time since America been first in anything besides incarceration, incarcerating people. Yeah. Oh, we've been first in that for a long time. We believe in putting them behind bars, mainly the the, the, the dark colored people. Yeah, um, <laughs> make America one again. Let's let's be honest. It's gonna be a long time before America becomes one again. You know, make America safe again. You know, make America safe again is one of the funniest things I, I hear. I hear them say right now because it's not safe. It's not safe at all. I don't care who y'all. It's not safe. You can walk out there and get a bullet in the head anytime, anywhere. And that's the scary part. It really is. Make America work again. Yeah, make America work again, y'all. <laughs> yeah, who's going to be doing the work? Huh? What, what work are you talking about? You know, that, those were the slogans. You know, and, and, you know, I was like, okay, make America work, make America whatever, whatever. Yes, I'm opening up the phone lines here. Just let me get all my, my, my little talking points out the way. Then y'all come on and tell me what you think. Um, you know, it's Freedom Friday. What what can I say? Um, <laughs> it was a, a couple of statements that were said during the, the, the convention. Um, what America acting like American? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it was a statement that one of the um, speakers said that they said, let's get America to acting like America again. And I remember, because I wrote this note, I wrote it down, I said, what does that mean? And what does that mean? What what does that mean? Let's get America acting like America again. Well, heck, we've been, America has been acting like America for a long time, taking what they want. Mr. Smith don't care. It, it don't, it does, it does not care. You know, and, and speaking of that, you know, I, I was in the military, and I re-enlisted, and um, I was watching some movie the other day, and they had a naturalization um, 
um, a naturalization scene on, and there were some words in there, and it really didn't hit me until I heard those words on on this program. And so I would defend the Constitution of the United States against foreign and domestic enemies. And I thought about that. Okay, I get the foreign part, but domestic? And for those that don't know what you mean by domestic, that means right here in the in the United States of America. So basically what they're saying is, if you act out enough, we will call the military on here to take care of your butt. And I thought about that. I was like, man, I've, I, how many times have I said that? But I really didn't pay that any, uh, any attention at all. That is something to think about. Is that what they mean by let's get America to acting like America again? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go and <laughs> let's go and take somebody's oil. Let's go and run somebody out of power because they finna weaken our dollar. No, we can't have that. Let's go and 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 take over somebody's land because we need to control this region. That's the only way we can do it because nobody else paying us any attention. Whoa! Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you. It's amazing how you just wake up sometimes and it just slaps you dead in the face. Go, pow! Kapow! Right there in your face. It's been there the whole time. The whole time. Ooh, boy, I tell you, I got chills on that one. My, my, my. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, it, it was also amazing during this convention that, um, I see you 904. I get to you. I see you. Um, that, um, Donald Trump and all the other speakers, they mentioned all these tragedies that has happened with the, the law enforcement and things of that nature. However, what they did not mention, what they did not mention, was all the tragedies of the young black men and women that's getting killed out here in the street by law enforcement. Now, if you're going to mention one, why would you skip over the other if you want to make America one again? Why would you do that? Could it be because you really do not want to make America one again? You can care less about making making America one. <laughs> it's never been one. <laughs> Woo! But anyway, there's something else. Yeah. And then they had this little white girl come up there, Florida Attorney, Attorney General Pamela Bondi. And... The interesting thing about her, she got up there and she was hooping and hollering and she was getting the crowd roared up into. But here's the thing about her. See, and here's another one of those follow the money. Um, initially, she was one of the ones, the state's um, attorneys that was going to investigate Trump University about that scam about his university. However, she solicited um Donald Trump for a donation. Four days later, she received $25,000 for her donation. And what happened after she, after she got, gets the um, donation? She decides not to investigate. See? But yet she's up there. Donald Trump is this and Donald Trump is that. Donald Trump is a crook just like the rest of them. 
That's right. Um, let's see what else. So I got I got notes here. I'm reading off my notes, y'all, so I'll get to you in a minute. Um Let's see. It was interesting also that Lana, when they got finished with their speeches, they said, um, God bless the United States. That's what they said, the United States. I think only one one person, and I think that was Ted Cruz, that said, bless the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know why that, that stood out to me. It really did, though. I mean, Really? You should be trying to ask for blessings for the whole world, not just the United States, period, but, you know, whatever. So, the gist of, um, 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 I mean, Cruz's speech, see, um, the gist of, um, oh, here it is, yeah, Representative Steve King. I knew I meant to get this in here. Now, this basically shows what these people, some, the majority of these individuals think about us, all right? Representative Steve King said, white people contributed everything to civilization, um, Western and Eastern European, Europe and United States, and that no, no subgroup contributed anything. And that's, that's his word, subgroup. Now, <laughs> I don't know why nobody picked up that, but a subgroup? Well, maybe we are a subgroup to them. I don't know. I'll let y'all jump on that one because I know y'all y'all like uh uh that's that's something sound like something Mr. Michigan wanna jump on right there. A subgroup. Who the heck is a subgroup? I walk around here and pay my taxes like everybody else. I'm not sub to anybody. I'm sorry. I'm a man, dang it. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um Trump speech. Trump basically went on a little tear last night. And and you know what though? And if you have ever listened to Trump speak any other time, he didn't say anything too much, too different than uh, last night. He really didn't. Um, he gave you some things, but he didn't tell you how he was going to do it. He didn't. He said the things that he knew that was going to get the, the, the crowd up and happy and jumping and all behind him and you will do it. You know, there was some chance. You will do it. You will do it. USA, you know, when they got on Hillary, lock her up, lock her up. You know, just, but he really didn't say anything that was interesting. He mentioned a 10-point plan for veterans. Now, that's, that was the first time I've heard it. Um, I've looked over it. There's nothing different than what everybody else has been trying to do and say. Uh, I mean, it's really not. Um, some of it is already in effect, so I don't know where he get this 10-point plan that's going to change everything, so I'm not holding my breath on that one. But anyway, Trump, he emphasized, he emphasized that he, this will become a country of law and order. Law and order. Safety will be restored. Now, this is what this man said. A country of law and order and safety will be restored. Now, the question is, safety for who? Safety for who? And who is this law and order going to be for? Huh? He went on to say that this country can no longer afford to be politically correct anymore. 
Mm. Remember I, I said that in the beginning, you know, he said things, but you have to pay attention to things he didn't say by saying what he said. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mentioned the part about um, the police officers being killed, but he was careful, very, very careful, not to mention the Black Lives Matter movement or the black individuals that were killed by law enforcement. He made sure not to mention that, but he made sure to mention the murders rate in Chicago and Washington, D.C. Duh, a- a.k.a. black on black crime, y'all. OK, just in case you didn't know it. Um Oh, <laughs> uh, he mentioned black unemployment rate. Um and of course when he mentioned that, you know, the crowd got very quiet and it, it, you know, you can hear a few people clapping, but it wasn't the raunchous crowd the, the cheer that he was getting any other time. Um he also went on to say our plan would put America first. Of course he didn't say how it was gonna put America first. Um Oh, he made a statement that, oh, yes. He said, no one knows the system better than me. Now, this is what he said. No one knows the system better than me. And that Hillary is nothing but a puppet, and there are people pulling her strings. Now, this is what Donald Trump said. And, you know, I I couldn't help but say, well, at least he told the truth one time. No one knows the system better than me. In other words, he know. He went on to say, I am the law and order candidate in this election. (laughs) He knows where the bodies are, y'all. He he knows it all. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, yeah, I mentioned he started out saying that he was going to tell us how he was going to execute his plan. Of course, he went to Hillary bashing. Um, and of course, I don't care who's talking when it comes. It's interesting. It don't matter. It does not matter what side of the aisle they are on, what political party they're on. They always mention supporting Israel. I, 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 you know, and, and I just I just fell out my chair when I heard. It. I'm like, really, really. Now you went on there and you said you would go back renegotiate all trade deals individually, one by one, with each company we have a trade country we have trade agreements with. Does that include Israel? Because they we just made a heck of a trade deal with them for military weapons. Are you gonna go back and, and redo that one as well? I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what this thing is with Israel and America because we know Israel don't don't, don't get me started on that one. Um, he went on to say he's going to suspend immigration from any country that poses a danger until a better verifying procedure is found. Well, Donna, we need to check your wife's papers. Make sure she's um, a legal um, immigrant too. Okay. Um, he said he's going to make our country rich again, turning bad trade agreements into good trade agreements. Whoo, wow. They say he's going to renegotiate NAFTA and all the trade. Now, see, here's something. And see, this is why I, we, I often say do your research, all right, because 
he stood up there on that podium and said, well, Hillary Clinton's husband, Bill Clinton, um, negotiated the NAFTA deal. Bill Clinton did not do that, y'all. That was George H. Bush, okay? Clinton just signed the paperwork, but George, I mean, um, yeah, George H. is the one who negotiated this thing, all right? So you get, you got to be careful what these folks tell you. He's going to simplify taxes for everyone. He didn't say how he was going to do it, when he was going to do it, but that's what he's going to do. Then he went on to say in his first 100 days, he's going to go to every department head in the U.S. government and ask for <laughs> uh, recommendations of what is excessive um, spending and have it removed. That's what he said. Now, I don't know how much that's going to work. Um, excessive regulations. He, gonna, he said he's going to remove all that. Um, he went on to say, um, <laughs> any country that is a part of NATO that is not pulling a fair share with America, do not look for us to support them. That's that's what this man said now. He said if a country is being attacked and they're a part of NATO and they want us to come help them, first he's going to sit down and look and see if they're paying their fair share. And if they're not, then we're not going to help. <laughs> Ooh, I bet that drove some people crazy. Um, wasteful spending. Yeah, his first 100 days, he's going to ask for uh, a list of wasteful spending the government so he can get rid of it. He said he knows every, uh, every other politician has said it, but he's going to do it. That's what this man said. And here's the interesting that he's going to repeal language that requires churches not to be politically um, involved in any um, political thing, um, settings. And he's going to change the language in the 503C so, you know, they can do that. So there's a quick, quick, quick summary of, of some of the, the, the high and lows of, you know, Trump's speech and the convention. You know, it was, like I said before, it, it was basically a Hillary bashing thing. Um, you had Ben Carson and a couple of them who ran against him, and, you know, they got up there and, and, and tried to sell people on, you know, why he's such a great person. The only one who had nuts to say, I'm not doing it, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and that's it, was Ted Cruz. And, of course, they booed him off the stage, but I don't think Ted really cared you know, <laughs> you know, and the interesting thing, you know, Ted is from Texas. So the next morning he had a breakfast with the Texas delegates and they were quizzing him. And he was trying not to say, you know, what the real issue was, why he wouldn't endorse Donald Trump until they kept pushing him. And he, he just said it. Look, this man insulted my wife, my father. And you think I'm going to sit here and, and endorse him? You have lost your mind. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So anyway, so that that was the the quick thing on the, the um, speech last night. As I said, you had the little black ministers getting up there and riling everybody up, saying really nothing um, interesting. So you know, and then we have the, um, rip, the the Democratic convention next week. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot of the same thing. But I'll be as diligent in trying to bring y'all points of interest out of that as well, because I'm really curious to see how it's going to be handled. <laughs> 
you know, actually, I think most of these jokers go to these conventions, get drunk, and, and do unnatural things, and, you know, they just happen to be there, happen to go there and do whatever. Okay? So, anyway, enough of me talking. I'm I'm done right now, you know, but I have more notes, so we're going to open up the phone lines and see what you got to say, and maybe some of my notes will come into play, and maybe they won't. It's Freedom Friday, y'all. Call to me, 347-838-8622. I'm here, you here, and let's do it. Um, let me open up phone lines, 314-381-4600. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, this is Pianchi. Who do hey, you think it is? Pianchi. Who do you think it is? Hey, what hey you I don't know. open this call on the feedback, man. That's better. What? I was feedback there for a while. Hey, but you know, you made the question about the question of Trump's plan on making the income tax filing easier. Have you have you done your own lately? You recently? Yeah, I I say. Well, I sure have. You know yourself, if especially if you've ever done it in the past, in the far past, you can tell the difference between the two, and you know it. If I'm not mistaken, between the two, how it was done then compared to the difficulties that it has to to do today. And something did change in the income tax rates, I believe, in 2014. Because Uh I laid out, I laid out what uh, the difference between 2014 and what I'd done previously. And something happened. I'm going to have to do some research and see what Obama but fast and he pulled. But uh, no, that's a good idea. And these other nations, South Korea, Japan, and there's quite a few others, they should be paying for their own defense. Why do the United States have to create those type of expenditures forever protecting these countries? Let them protect themselves. Mm, let them protect themselves? Well, in that case, if we're gonna let protect ourselves, then let them have their own type, their own money. Let them have. I mean, let's be honest. They're gonna protect. Let them have their own money then. See, well, it, Japan, it's more South Korea is what third and fourth in uh, GDPs in the world. Yeah, but they still yeah, depend they on the dollar. They still well, depend on the dollar. Well, the dollar's going to go. I don't care if they use bitcoins. Hell, let them take care of their own damn defense. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. All right. And And Mexico will be made to pay for their wall. You know, Mexico is is building a pipeline, a gas pipeline, that is. And I think it's going through Arkansas. And uh, they're paying for this, by the way. I forget Wait what the cost Mexico, Mexico is building a pipeline and it's going through Arkansas? Yeah, it's coming out of the uh, Midwest. It's going through Arkansas. Mexico needs uh, natural gas. And I forget how hey. much it costs. I think it's costing like $900 million or somewhere around in that area. But anyway, but I was listening to... to hmm? But if it's going through Arkansas, how does it get to Mexico? It's going straight down to... Uh, it's either going through Alabama or going through Arkansas, one or two. But anyway, mm. I was listening to a program where a property owner was complaining that the 
pipeline company that was uh, going through their land only wanted to give one thirty thousand and another eighteen thousand dollars for the amount of they was using, and it went back and forth, back and forth. Politicians wouldn't protect them, so they went to court in a jury trial. And one got awarded like nine hundred thousand dollars, and I think the other got awarded like seven hundred fifty thousand in a jury trial. So uh-huh. these countries, Mexico is no different. Will try to pull one over on you if you let them, and if they're willing to spend that kind of money for a pipeline for natural gas, well, you better be ready to build that wall like President Trump is going to make you. If not, we're going to cut your gas off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, and it's going to be just as easy, right? Well, I tell you what, that's for starters. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. But, you know, those two individuals, they were lucky then, you know, because... If it's coming through the United States, you know, the United States has a thing called eminent domain where they can just take your land. I mean, they'll offer you some money, but if you decide not to, they will take it. Well, well, it's, it's not necessarily federal government, but it is in the Constitution. But you have to compensate people. And a person has the right to use every legal means available in order to get fair justification for, I'm sorry, fair compensation and just for the cost of their land, which in the case of these two property owners, they did just that. But it also goes to show you how these shysters are willing to cut your throat when it comes down to giving you fair compensation. It's a lot different mm. between 30000 and 18000 between seven fifty and $900,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a difference. It is a difference. But what it, I mean, I, I'm yeah, I wouldn't on sell. I just lease myself. But go ahead. You know what though? That that is not a bad idea. That that is not a bad idea, Pianki. I'm with you on that one. If <laughs> yeah, I would lease her also. I sure would. Mm-hmm. So and you know another thing too. There. One of the great things here in the United States of America that you don't find that I know of any other country in the world is that if you, Eric, go outside and you see a rabbit in the backyard, if you take your shotgun and shoot at that rabbit and miss, and and the pellets go on the ground, all of a sudden oil cars start bubbling up, that's your oil. That's not the government's oil. It's yours, Eric. Then I can call you Eric Clanford. <laughs> okay, it's your oil at that moment. At that moment, it's yours. But if you if oh, you don't yours. know what you're doing, it won't be yours for long. Yeah, no, it's yours all the time. You you find out what to do with it, and that's the way it should oh. be. But it's not like that in other countries, man. You go in some of these other countries, no, they land that all resources belong to the government, and they about as shady as uh. Corn is crackers and milk. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So what, what do you think? Did you even watch any of the um, convention? And if so, what you no, think I about really, Ted Cruz? Oh, okay. I really didn't. So but you, I heard about Cruz, and I label him as being a, a whiner. He's a, a egg in the face whiner. He he's killed his future chances of running for any, especially on the Republican side. And if he changed, then people are gonna I mean, open their eyebrow. I mean, why? I mean, but that's the thing. He didn't change. He stood up for his beliefs, and he, he did what he said he was gonna do. But he he's not endorsing the man. You know, well, that's all right. The, he don't have to endorse him. But suppose he wins. Okay, suppose he wins. Okay. All right. Then, in other words, if just as Obama is going around throwing his support. You know he does have some looking at his his favorable ratings. He's drawing his support to Clinton. Well, if Donald in eight years from now get ready to come out, he's going to have favorable support also. You think Cruz won't want that? If Cruz couldn't win on a heads up battle, how's he going to win coming in as an underdog? Which he would be because he did not support Trump yesterday, last night. Well, you know, um, I don't think Cruz really cares one way or another. I, I really don't. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where you know he stood up on his principles as a man. You know, you insulted my family. I'm sorry. I can't. You know, and I understand it's a game. All these jokers play and what have you. But you know, it gets to a point to where. If you don't believe in someone, say you don't believe in them. You know, I mean, is, is is this little game that's being played so important that you have to compromise your beliefs and what you believe in to be a part of the the crowd? No, no, no. Well, no, they no. all I can't see that. they all butt down assaulted somebody. Uh, who yeah. was it? Rubio insulted Putin, calling him a thug. Somebody else insulted the North Korean president. I forget what they called him. So they all threw their cheap spot. And somebody <laughs> even called upon, uh, somebody even said that they would have a discussion with somebody, Chang Shashek, that's been dead for about 100 years. <laughs> I had to fall what? out the chair. They said they were going to have, they was talking on the issue of China, and he said I would have a discussion with Chang Shashek. Well, hell, that man's oh. been dead for 100 years. <laughs> Do you not know your damn history? Uh, well, I mean, maybe they got a, a medium they can go and talk with them, uh, have a talk with them with. <laughs> yeah, well, that's openness of my eyebrows. <laughs> I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be. You know, and let me ask you something because you 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 believe in in a lot of this stuff. So, how how? And it went back to a statement that was made. What is a lot of what? America acting like America again. What is that? What does that mean? Listen, and I I'm believe I'm asking. I'm gonna tell you. I think I'm happy to hear that we're gonna make America great again. We're gonna make America work again. You know something else we need to work on? Making America thin again. Thin. 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 C H I N thin body size. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm so listening. do you so do you see how the context 
of the verbiage, how it's, how it should be, how is really how he really meant it. But other than how people have tried to slant it to mean something else, I heard somebody talking about what year is he gonna make it great again? Back in the 1920s. Oh, come on now. But I would like to see 1920s food prices, wouldn't you? Hey, I remember when we could leave out our house and leave the damn door open. You could sleep on the front porch. You could sleep in the park across the street. Can't do that stuff today. Well, you know what, Pianki? You know what? I mean, I, I, I actually, the food prices, okay. Now, that may be a stretch, but okay. You remember the time when elderly people after dinner, they could walk around in the neighborhood for exercise at night? You remember those days? An elderly couple can hold hands and walk around the block. I'm not they that old. They can't do PNG. that today. Well, that's what I'm they saying. Do you don't get the full gist of "Make America Great Again." Oh, oh, okay. So that that goes with with his um the saying of about um law and order and make America know, safe order. again. Mm-hmm. Mm. But. How is he going to do it? I mean, he's, he's got some great lines, but he's not telling anyone how to do it. And, and that's the issue I had with his speech last night. Besides all this other stuff I'll tell you, he said a lot of stuff, but he didn't give any particulars of how he's going to do it. What is his plan? We know he said he's going to do it. But no. I, I don't blame him for telling it because Hillary would, Hillary would steal it and Obama would try to achieve it before he got out of here. I don't want him to take on any more things that's going to cause his delay in leaving. Oh, Lord. oh Lord, have mercy. Okay. All right. All right. Now, how's Obama's going to steal it? Now, I, I'm interested on this. He how got spies there already. Listening to him. You don't think Obama was not listening to watching the RNC convention last night? Hey, if With I was a notebook and pencil in his hand? Hey. You know what? I would. I would have had a beer in my hand, and I would have been sitting back there with me a good pizza, and I just been sitting back there laughing like this idiot. No, he wasn't was laughing. He probably taking notes, trying to steal something, some idea. <clears throat> and see, oh, Trump, oh. the the, the thing Trump are talking about, mm-hmm. you know, if they're well thought out, is not something that you're going to do shooting from the hip. It's something that's going to require some dedication, some time, some thorough effort. So, as I said before, things that's complicated cannot be done within a few months, which he has left on his term. I don't want, I would not want to see him start something he can't finish, nor would I want to see him to haphazardly hurry up and try to get one of Trump's ideas done because it would delay him leaving. Now, see, see, Pianchi, why why do you want to insult that man like that? That man ain't going to try and do nothing to Trump. Really? Really? You don't know I, that. You know, I, I just, I'm just kicking that to, to the side there because that, that that makes no sense, Pianchi. It really don't. But let me bring Wesley in here and see what Wesley got to add to the conversation. All right, welcome Boy, to the I mean, show, Wesley. What's going on? What's up, brother? I wasn't going to say nothing. I was listening, man. But it like it was like the scales of justice are tilted to one way, man. It was an unbalanced conversation when I was here, man. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. So uh, <clears throat> y'all talking about Donald Trump, all right, in his speech, what he said last night, right? And it was all in cold, cold words, man. When he say I make agree. America great 
again, with this law and order, man. You call it a, a law and order. You're going to put more military police on the street. That's the, what they're going to do. Where we gonna, really going to be under martial law? Mr. Bianchi, that what you want? Man, the federal government don't have no authority to put police on the street. That's a local Dude, decision. Man. Nah, now, see, you always shooting from the, the, your top and bottom there <laughs> without information, man. Do you know this this country is authorized right now? They got UN troops ready to roll, man. You think anything? Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of Posse Comitama? You talk, man. Let's talk. Can I get a word in, man? The dude been talking yeah. this long last week, man. All right, go All ahead. Right. Was, go ahead. I got, got something for you. Oh well, I know, man. Some bovine instrument, man. But uh, they got you are uh, UN troops ready to roll, man. Troops from other countries, man. All right, it ain't gonna be. You think these little Penny Andy or or Andy and Opie police gonna go kick down law and order? They gonna come at them too, man. Cause see, what I've been reading up, what I know was really happening, was affecting people, man. Y'all would be surprised. But I put the information out there, and uh, I hope y'all wake up before it get too late, man. Cause all this stuff is uh, I got patent numbers to everything I say. Mr. Talk. All right. Well, what, so I guess what, what, okay. well, let's be let's be specific, my man. Let's be specific. Number let's, one, let's they got all. Go ahead. You was in the military. was in the military. You was in the military. We had a conversation before, man. They got military weapons now on everybody, man. You seen them uh, in, in down in uh, Miami when that police shot that black man when he laid on the ground, and the brother asked him why did he shoot me. And the police say, I don't know. Know why? Why? Go ahead. Why? Because uh, number one is patent number 5159703. Look that patent up, Pianchi. Another patent no, number you tell is, us what the patent is. We ain't going to be doing no work for you. No, I, I, did, I did all the work, man. Well, what did you find? Time, I found out they use subliminal military weapons on folks, man. That's why the police is running around here crazy, man. And you got All people right. running around here crazy. Particularly all the people coming from the, coming from the military. All right? They took all them shots in, in combination with... They've been shooting these weapons at people since 1974, man. All right? And I got a patent number, 5123844. All right? I don't just be bumping my guns. I had information to substantiate to why people do what they do. But to the American Well, you know what? I agree out. with you. I agree with you. I would have reservations on hiring military persons as being civilian police officers because of the reasons that you have said. They're coming back with a different trauma, traumatized mind, and they have been shot up with chemicals. And then you also got these uh, a white supremacist Ku Klux Klan that infiltrated all the way from the police department to the court system, to the banking system, to where if a police do shoot somebody, for instance, like this guy in Atlanta shot a black dude, killed him, uh, instead of the judge not giving him no bail, the judge gave him a $250,000 bail. And you can guarantee the FOP and the Ku Klux Klan bail that guy out. And you got lawyers like David Duke on the bar of justice. So this whole system is rigged, man. So I hope Donald Trump do win, man. So he can well, I agree with y'all. you on that, too. You're absolutely right. The, the police department's 
around the country have been infiltrated with these crackhead, not crackhead, but crack shot head members of these different organizations. So you said some yep. things today that I agree with. Oh, but what I, I don't true, agree man. with is this. Is when you said mm. the president is going to do this about putting military... You know, back in 1878, Congress passed the Posse Comitatus Act, which That's prevents right. the federal government from using federal military personnel to enforce domestic policies. And they can't... We're legally not supposed to do it. Uh, Eighty years before mm. that, the president did have the right to take command of a state National Guard through the Insurrection Act of 1807. But uh, I'm not worrying about no president coming into a well, city telling the city police what see, to do. He ain't that, paying that, for that, but, but No, 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 Pierre. You see, that, I think that's where you, you kind of misconstrued. Because when you take an oath in the military, and I, I mentioned this above, you know, there's a little line in there. There's a line in there. And it says, you know, I would defend the Constitution of the United States against foreign and domestic. So they're not talking about overseas. Well, the Constitution, the Constitution, Eric, gives states uh, the sovereignty uh, to run their own, uh, uh, uh. own me, Article 10 of the Constitution does that, Eric. So look, we ain't going to argue with you. Man, I'm going to tell you what they did here. Let me tell you what they did here in Missouri. All the years until a few years ago, Missouri State mm. Legislature controlled the local St. Louis Police Department. Whereas the mm-hmm. citizens in St. Louis paid for it. Well, mm-hmm. a few years ago, the citizen police, citizen of St. Louis said, look, we're going to take control of this police department, being that they're going to put in a citizen review board. If not, damn it, you pay for it. Guess what? They backed off and gave full control of the St. Louis well. police department to the city of St. Louis. Hey, 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 my brother, okay. all you got to do is look up President Executive Order 13603, all right? Considering with all this stuff, unrest going on in the street, even the doggone mayor of Atlanta was getting ready to put Atlanta under martial law, man. And I was down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, three, two, uh, two weeks ago, and, and, and so I decided to come on back home, man, real fast so this stuff break in. Because, you know, I, like I told you, Mr. Talk, my research said, what they're going to do, the first thing y'all know, the red flag going to be on a Friday. They're going to say, come out with a manufactured banking virus, all right? When you hear that, on a, whenever you hear that, oh, when, they, when they, you hear the news say, well, we got a virus in all the banking. And so y'all get ready because you're going to be able to get so much money out. You're going to have exactly 72 hours to get all your stuff in a row. That's all the stuff you got to have for your house or where you're going. I guarantee you everybody should have a bug-out bag with the little stuff they're going to need to make it through because uh, at least about a month or two, man. When you hear about the red flag, they got a virus in the banking. Y'all got 72 hours, man, to get your ducks in a row. Well, then once again, you are saying something that has some legitimacy because they had a demonstration here in downtown in front of uh, Bank of America, and some of the demonstrators tried to go in the bank to take their money out, and they wouldn't allow them in. So you might have a point there, too, Wesley. And you know what's man, so what you been out? drinking today, man? You don't came along with some three factual some knowledge, information man. you threw out there. I've been studying, man. I've been studying. You know, for instance, in Atlanta, <laughs> this one bank alone, this one bank uh-huh. alone, uh, uh, Citizen Trust, 
when all this stuff jumped off illegally uh, about uh, police killing black people, you know what black people did? They uh, uh, at least uh, pulled their money out of the uh, Bank of America and Wells Fargo and opened up at least 10,000 accounts, man. That's in one branch down here in Atlanta. Okay? That was and good. All over, the country, all over the country, people doing this, man. Our folks that are doing this. We, we, we tired of this marching, man. Like I said, this marching with Al Sharpton and them, and Jesse and them, that played out, man. Because you know the white cat, I heard the white cat say it. They don't mind y'all black people marching. Because that don't do affect them. All the marching do is affect the person that's marching to get them some cardiovascular exercise, right? It don't affect them. But now we starting to learn to affect the economy, man. So it's yeah, absolutely it's right, now, Wesley. Man. Marching and protest. Marching is nothing but protesting. You're not boycotting. Because right. you protesting for the moment, sooner or later you're going to go back to them. The so quote-unquote Montgomery. Okay. Hang on, Wesley. Wait a minute. Take a breath right. now. Get a, take a sip. The Montgomery bus boycott <laughs> was not a boycott. It was a protest because blacks went right back to L- LNC, I believe it was, the company that owned those buses. Because the money that they lost, the money that they lost, they just raised the fare of bus rides in other cities. But if blacks had went and had their own bus company, or either that went to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and talked to the blacks that owned uh-huh. the bus company over there to come to Montgomery, then it would have been a boycott because you wouldn't be going back to the same people again. I All agree. it was was a protest. I agree. And, you know, you see, like, these Negroes in front that they putting out, like, Al Sharpton. I saw a report, man. He's been to the White House more than 100 times, more than the pizza folk, man. A hundred damn times, man. The whole list they had, the whole Maybe section, he was man. delivering pizza. Uh, he was delivering something, man. I mean, they had this whole uh, he was in the White House to check in the time. I hope over a hundred times, man, since Obama done been, been, been in the White House, man. And, 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 we, and I knew, like I told you, Mr. Talk, when Obama put, became president, on, on January 20th, uh, uh, 28, I told y'all we was going to catch hell, man, the people on the bottom. So it was a wake-up call. I told everybody Obama wasn't going to be nobody, but, but like my man in Africa, uh, Nelson Mandela, just a puppet, man. He had no style and no, and no substance, man. So now we waking up. Okay. <laughs> Let's admit this. Okay. So you said it was Executive Order 13603, right? Yeah, I believe so, yes, sir. National Defense Preparedness. And it says um, Obama claimed authority under the Defense Production Act of 1950, a Korean War statute um, that gives the government the power to marshal whatever resources are necessary to protect and defend the country during military conflicts, natural or man-caused disasters, or acts of terrorism within the United States. Um, let's see. In justifying the order, Obama wrote in Section 102 under policy, the United States must have an industrial and technological base capable of meeting national defense requirements and capable of contributing to the technological superiority of its national defense equipment in peacetime and in times of national emergency. The domestic industrial and technological base is the foundation for national defense preparedness. The authorities provided in the act shall be used to strengthen this base and to assure it's capable of responding to the national defense needs of the United States. Wow. 
um, among other things, the order directs various federal agencies agencies and government officials to identify requirements for the full spectrum of emergencies, including essential military and civilian demand and access on an ongoing basis, the capability of the domestic industrial and technological base to satisfy requirements in peacetime times of national emergency, specifically evaluating the availability of most critical resource and production sources, including subcontractors and suppliers, material, skilled labor, and professional and technical personnel. Oh, wow. There's it's a whole lot of stuff going on here, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that's I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to work for Obama for nothing. He might as well take that and shove it. But Pete <laughs> I see I saw the road huh? from Bronze, I mean from Savannah to uh, Jacksonville. Do you know they got some uh the little railroad crossing guard rails on uh, I ninety five coming from Savannah to uh to Jacksonville? You, yeah. you ride down yeah. that stretch, man. You saw that? You saw that? No, I haven't saw it, but I noticed what you're talking about. Go ahead. Well, well, well when something jump off, they're going to have it. When you, you, you're on the interstate, you stuck on the interstate, you won't be able to get off, man. All the way from Savannah to Jacksonville, man. I don't know if that's 316 or uh, 95. I think it's 95. Uh, are you 316? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's you, 95. When you ride down that stretch, you can see where they got the little, the like, you look like railroad crossing arms where you can't get off the interstate, man, whenever this stuff jump off, man. No, oh, wow. All right. Hold on. I got somebody else want to come in. Let me bring Sister Angoni into the conversation. Hello, Sister Angoni. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. And how are you? Oh, boy. Here I'm we doing go. wonderful. How are you Thank doing, Miss Angoni? I'm doing fine, Mr. Pianchi. And how are you doing, Brother Wesley? Hey, I'm doing good, baby. I'm learning every day. I'm learning, man. Well, I try to learn what I can myself. But I was just curious. I've been enjoying the dialogue. And, um, I was just wondering, uh, with all the talk from Mr. Trump uh, about what he's going to do for America, I, I couldn't help but think about the fact that the borders are open. And from what I understand, uh, if the borders are open, you don't have a country. Any comments on that? I mean, help me out here. I'm just trying to figure all this out. Well, number one, I think he's a hypocrite. He's talking about immigrants, and his wife is immigrant, like the Natasha that played on the. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but she's a legal immigrant. That's not the point, yeah. Brother Wesley. See, yeah. see, see yeah. to me, that's identity politics. and that's to, Well, first of all, let me say this. I don't believe in none of this crap they're doing on here about this election. It's all a script. It's, clown it's, all, it's all fake. Uh, yep. And it doesn't matter who they put in the over office, in my humble opinion. They don't run it in the first place. They don't even right. have a security clearance to know what's going right. on in DARPA and the Pentagon. So uh-huh. let me clarify that. I asked the question because I didn't want to come on with you gentlemen, you know, and just make a <laughs> statement. So I just thought I'd ask it in the form of a question. If the borders are open, and they've been open for decades, they didn't just get open. Right? Uh, yeah. Did y'all agree with right. that? Okay. I agree so, with that. In my understanding, if you have a nation, you have national boundaries. When the borders are open, you don't you no longer have a see America already defaulted. There, there is no more America. So they talking about they're gonna make America great again and work again and blah 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 this and that. There is no America. But see well, the borders are not really open to especially to black people, man. I tried to get into Canada. And they went all the way to my background uh, uh, when I was an embryo, 
and Leslie, I didn't say the borders. Help me out, Eric. The borders are open. There are tens of thousands of people coming in from South America, Guatemala, uh, Ecuador, oh, Mexico. They're, the United oh, States yeah. is paying. Did you tell me to stop? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go, I, I, I go thought going. you were telling me to be quiet. The United but, States is paying Mexico $5 billion to allow the people from the lower parts of South America to come through Mexico. They're not allowed to stop there or they'll be arrested. So the United States is paying them $5 billion a year to let these people come up here. And well, not they, only they, that, wait, wait, wait. One, one more thing. I'm almost done. And they, they, the Border Patrol, head of Border Patrol, whistled blue and said that they have buses waiting for these people to come across the border. They give them stipends and bus transportation wherever they want to go in the country, and they know right. they're supposed to go into immigration's court, but they know they'll never show up. So, so right. I'm down. It's cheap well, and, not and only that, 80% of the women that come across. Hold on. Oh, hold on, and a lot of a lot of those those individuals, these so-called security companies that you hear about, they're there yeah. to transport cats anywhere they want to go. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a reason why they they haven't been built a wall in a long, you know, is well, you know they not they only that. Money. Go ahead. Not only that, Miss Ogoni, eighty percent of the females that come across the board has been raped. That's so right. they're gonna come here and they're gonna drop a baby that's gonna be a U.S. citizen that's not even there that they want it. So what do you think about that? Well, I think that they're being used because uh, the birth rate in America, you know, uh, the, the majority of people, uh, of, uh, and I'm not xenophobic, I'm just saying the facts here as I understand them, the majority of uh, population that are of European descent, uh, their birth rate is down, and uh, so they need some new cannon fodder so they can make some more state uh, birth certificates they can float on the world ter- uh, stock market. That's how they enslave us. Uh, and uh, they know that these people will be beholding uh, to do whatever their bidding is because they're coming from uh, areas that they, the United States, being more specific, has uh, overthrown their uh, governments and put them in uh, dire straits. So they're flooding in here, and they'll be used to, to do the bidding of the, the corrupt criminals that are perpetrating a fraud to pretend like that they're our government, you know. And as far as taxes is concerned, Pianchi, we ain't supposed to be paying no taxes because we ain't never been paid. Right. We got commercial paper. We don't have no money. We ain't never been paid. You know, it's like this same system that was on the plantation when our ancestors was in chattel slavery. Where no, I'm sorry, when like when my grandfather was a sharecropper, you go away from home and you process the crop for the landowner, and then he'll give you a little stipend, and you go to his country store, company store, get what you need, and so you work for nothing, didn't you? Go ahead, I'm done. Well, let me throw this point out here. This is what they do. These international bankers, they go from country to country and wreck their doggone economy. Say, for instance, if you got your farm and you growing your produce, what they'll do, they'll flood the market with this cheap Monsanto GMO food and underprice these doggone farmers in these other countries wreck their damn economy so all of them got to want to have to be refugees and start traveling to America. That's how these Rothschilds and, these, and Eric Holder was part of it too because he was working for uh, Chiquita Bananas. Okay, and they wrecked the company, countries like over in Venezuela. 
They flood, flood the market with this cheap GMO food and mess all them farmers up over there so they got to leave, man, and wreck their economy, man, and give their government, their puppet government, these fake loans, and it's, that's the way the boo game run, man. That's why the Rothschilds getting kicked out of Russia. They got kicked out of uh, uh, another country, Ukraine, okay? People, they got hit to these international bankers, man. That's how they wreck the Caribbean, man. And that's why you got all these refugees coming over here, because these jackasses don't wreck all these countries, man, wreck the economy, man. That's how the game goes. Well, they say it was in the World Trade Organization in Rio de Janeiro 20 years ago that they were going to stampede the population. I mean, if you really look at this, and I'm, this seems to me to be similar to what happened in previous times in history when they had the Atlantic slave trade. Now, I'm not trying to whine and talk about, oh, slavery. That's not where I'm coming from because I feel like, you know, uh, that was then, this is now. But I do see a similarity. Does anybody else mm-hmm. see a similarity? Yeah. I mean, when they sit down and had the Berlin and Brussels Conference in 1884 and 85 and sit down and plan how all the European countries were going to carve up the continent of Africa, well, it looks like they're doing the same thing again, scattering people all over the world. That's right. what it looks like to me. West Papaya, P A P U A. That's in West Indonesia. Indi- Papi. Yeah, Indi- Papia, whatever have you say it. It's yeah. a country in Indonesia where people was native people to their land and to these jackass people found out they had diamonds and, and gold and oil and gold. So they they taken they, they they got the Indonesian military to run the native people out and kill them, man. Look up uh freedom for West Papia right now, man. Look that up right now, man. See how they doing, my brother, there, man. And, and, and we gotta wake our people up, man. They need some help, man. That's what they, cause they, the, they native folks, man. They didn't know nothing about no, uh, no gold and diamonds, man. They just lived off the land, enjoying life, man. Until these devils found out they had gold on their land and, and diamonds, and here come the damn big corporations killing all the native folks, man. They doing it. You, you freedom for West for fear. Sounds like to me, Brother Wesley, you're just recounting the history for thousands of years. That's what's always been done. If we go all the way back in ancient history, what else is new? Well, it's real time, man. I folks need some help, man. If y'all can donate, at least put the word out, man. Okay. Um, and spell P-A-P-U-A? Yes, sir. That's what you're talking about. Like Papua New Guinea? Something is like it that. New Guinea? Just look, okay. just look up Freedom for uh, West. P-A-P-U-A. I think that's Papua New Guinea you're talking about. Well, what are you going to free them? Uh-huh. What are you going to do about the ones in Sudan? Go ahead. And the ones on the... Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just putting the information no, out there. Go ahead, Sister Ngoni. No, well, Brother Wesley, I'm not trying to be smart. I'm just looking at it from the bigger picture. You know, I keep saying, if we want to really know what's going on and what's coming to us in the United States or whatever it is, uh, look over across the pond and see what's going on over there in Europe. It's crazy. Did you know Germany has banned building single-family homes? Do we keep talking things on a national level, but the powers that be are uh, making nation states obsolete? And for you, uh, Mr. Pianchi, check on the United Nations Strong Cities Initiative. They are putting offices across this land uh, where they are uh, wanting to uh, oversight the police, uh, and you would talk about the posse comitatus. Well, the NDAA 
superseded posse comitatus because mm -hmm. uh, the National Defense Authorization Act uh, took away posse comitatus. I mean, when he passed, when uh, Obama uh, signed that bill, that gave them the authority to arrest you without uh, legal um, assistance. They don't have to tell you family where they took you. They can take you to Guantanamo Bay or take you out of the country. And Eric, guess what I just found out? What? What you just found out? Senegal has accepted taking prisoners from Guantanamo Bay. A brother Muslim was telling get, me about that. Get out of here. Really? You know, they, you know they've been sending that out to uh, farming out the terror to other countries so they can get around the law here. Yeah, that's true. But look here. Do y'all know it's one and a half million one one and a half million black men just missing in America alone? They're missing. Point, yes, ma'am. One point yeah. five million black men missing. I wouldn't doubt it. Up, like the invasion of the body snatchers. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, they openly talk about the population, so you know. <laughs> Oh, population control. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. And see why they why they why they killing mostly between, I'm gonna tell you another thing too. If you got your driver license, do not put on that you gonna be you wanna be an organ donor. Because you put that right there, you put yourself on a hit list. It don't matter whether you do or not. They took my brother's Clean and they didn't tell nobody in the family. The under the undertaker had to call my mother and my family in to see where they had made a, a did a what you call it a surgery on my brother when he passed away out of a car accident. They took his spleen without our family's uh, you know knowledge. Yeah, and for y'all women that wear makeup, they taking your people's bones from dead people, like your leg bone and your arm bone, and they crushing that up and making makeup out of it, man. Cosmetic out of human bone. They diabolical, man. Wow. They want that melody in the body parts, man. That's what that's what they are, a bunch of Frankensteins, man. I'm glad you mentioned melanin because I hear people advertising melanin to take melanin for people who have sleep disorders and they always be wondering where they're getting it from. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> you know what? I hadn't yeah. heard about that. Take melanin. Well, melanin. Oh yeah, yeah, that's very prevalent. Yeah, they they take that for sleep disorders. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm and matter of fact, what was Donald Trump's wife name? Her name Melanie. <laughs> well, y'all, we're gonna we're gonna be all right. You know, it, it, yeah. this is a crazy world we live in, but I guess we're gonna be all right. What do you think? Yeah, we're gonna be all right because everything they it's, it's the natural god of the universe. Everything they throw at us, we evolve and, and end up backfiring on them. That's what we do. We've been here. We've been here 66 trillion years, man. And so everything these devils throw at us, we evolve. God take us up to a higher level if y'all know how to do it. How do you so do it? Like the, you got to increase your uh, increase your, your uh, frequency and your vibration to the natural resonance of the earth. So we got to start loving each other, right? Yeah, that's what God is, a high frequency man of love, man. That's what God and Jesus is. Not no sitting in no church every Sunday. It's, uh, sad to God, it's a high frequency of vibration to the light, man. Because we are all light emitting diodes moving at 250,000 miles a second. That's us. Mm. Wow. 
Turns out having to no, no. stings you with my love. No, whatever, man. Has anyone ever heard of the United Nations Population Fund? No, I haven't heard of that. Uh, one of the main targets uh, of the money is the People's Republic of China and its widely criticized forced abortion and family planning program. And let's see, it says, according to its own documents, the UNFPA has donated more than $100 million to China's population control program and has brought in and custom designed a $12 million IBM computer complex specifically to monitor the population program. Provided in technical expertise and personnel that train thousands of Chinese population controls in United Nations Award. And it goes on to talk about Uganda. Yeah. Uganda. Nigeria. Yeah. Talk about all of them. You know, and. Yeah. you know things that that, that normal Joe that has no no idea is is what's going on. Uh, well, you listen to Hillary Clinton; she talk about it all the time about uh, if you want this carrot, you have to you have to engage in programs like that, and also yeah. same sex marriage, which is another population control. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Pianki. No, I was done. Uh, I was going to ask a question. Now, Eric, what you just shared with us, and before I forget, please, y'all, check out 2045.com. You want to just read something scary. You know, it goes along with the Agenda 21, 2030, 2045.com. Uh, mm-hmm. but now, Eric, what you just shared with us, um, doesn't that come under the uh, the TTPP, those uh, trade agreements where this uh, corporate uh, oligarchy, corporate fascism, where in order for your country to be able to participate, you have to go along with their uh, population, you know, how many children you can have, or, or the corporation can sue the country if they uh, dislike, for instance, uh, to be more specific. Um, I understand that, uh, you know, any kind of uh, uh National laws against, say, for instance, Monsanto, uh, you know, yep. in preparation for uh, protecting the people, uh, if that interferes with the Monsanto's profit, then that government can be sued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If it falls under, they call it intellectual mm-hmm. law. Yeah, mm-hmm. the copyrights and that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got mm-hmm. somebody else want to come in. Bring them in here. Real fast. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Maze. Oh. Hello, Maze. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Well, are you still talking about it in the beginning? Hey, Miss Maze, well, didn't I see you on TV yeah. and sitting at the, uh, cause, uh, at the mm-hmm. arena last night when Donald Trump speaks? Wasn't that you in the audience? Oh, no. I don't fool around <laughs> with people. <laughs> that's a fight. That's a fight between them. The, the two Caucasians. I'm just gonna sit back and see which one will beat each other up to win, and watch them blame Obama for leaving the White House. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so what you want to talk about, me? Uh, the uh the convention that they had this week. Okay. Go ahead. And all of the craziness that was going on in there, and uh, they're about to have a fight with each other and trying to keep it from going on. Okay, be a little bit more specific. I mean, that that was basically the, the, they the whole thing. When they, when they escorted uh, Ted Cruz 
wife out because she said, don't be uh, with my husband. I mean, those people don't have no sense at all. <laughs> and then well, we got, we got to elect them in the office. Man. We see what's wrong with the, with the, with the country. Ted Cruz a real man, man. If, if somebody join your wife and talk about your wife mm-hmm. and your family like that, you'll be a fool to dog on uh, support them, man. You see, well, that, y'all black black people be forgiving too much, man. They come in y'all church and shoot up everybody in the church, and y'all talking about y'all forgive them. Y'all who? Them people in South Carolina. They shout out the Those whole church. The people, and them folks. the people. See, see what people get it mixed up. All black people don't. Uh, uh, that's just that, that was just that, them families forgiving those. They didn't say the whole community forgave him for doing it. It was well, just family every time a black so we can't be shot up in something. They they family talking about they forgive. And can yeah, I correct Pionky on something too uh, that you agree with, Wesley? Yes, ma'am. The Montgomery bus barkout was not a protest; it was a barkout. Because when you are protesting, you don't stop doing it, and you just walk and march and talk. When you are barkouting, okay. you stop spending money and everything else to do with it. You could not agree with you. him on it. And you agree with him. A boycott, a boycott is when you don't go on. back. But they still riding the bus, so what you talking about? Don't go back. It was I a boycott where people boycott, stopped spending money. Protest. That was not yeah, a protest. Blacks do protest. When blacks go, don't uh, do something that they have their own, when they boycott they countries, what do they do? They always just got destroyed. That's why when they always get their own, they get destroyed. That's how it goes. Somebody Anybody up north went down there and engaged have. in that mess with them fools down there was wasting their time. So okay. that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, I'm just correcting them so saying? people won't be won't be uh, thinking it's something that it wasn't. Okay. Um, but let let me go back real fast, Mace. Then we come back to you real fast, Sister Gunny. Uh, what you was talking about was um, melatonin, M-E-L-A-T-O-N-I-N, and that's what they're hmm. using for. Uh, it's a chemically in acetyl five methoxy type of whatever. It's a substance, not to be confused with melatonin or melanin. And oh, but those, uh, my brother, my brother, the root word of that is melanin, man. It's it's, it's melanin okay, mixture, uh, whatever they want to mix it with, man. You got to look at the root word, uh, bro. Okay, oh, okay, I understand that, Wesley, but I'm just, just saying what what it is. Right. Now I'm looking at it right. Okay, I understand what the root word is, but I'm just <laughs> okay. And so they just use right. that to trick y'all to make y'all think that they're not using y'all melanin, man. That's a trick word right there, man. Okay. That's what that is. That's what that is. That's a trick word, man. Okay. So you won't figure out that that's melanin. They're using your black melanin, man. I know they've been using it, with Okay. But here's the here's the question. Here's here's the question. Here's the question. If that's the case, how are they getting it? I guess that is the question. How are they getting it? No, if that's the case, what do they use it for? I mean, no, but you got to figure out where they're getting it from and how are they getting it? How are they getting it? Number, number one, you see all these black cats that get shot, they use a head shot, man. They shoot them in the head, okay? Then they harvest all the rest of the organs, man. That's how they're getting it, bro. You know, if you get shot right now and you go to the hospital or uh, your family won't be able to see you till after the medical examiner and if you and the, uh, the people in the hospital carve you up like a Thanksgiving turkey, take all your body parts, and you'll be lucky if your parents, if your folks get to see you, man, before they put you in the ground, bro. That's how they're getting it, man. Hmm. Do you know uh, okay. even the percentage from these babies that's being born, they take the gnat, 
even when that's why they, they circumcise. If they take a piece of circumcised meat off a little boy, within 21 days, that, that, that piece of doggone flesh is growing enough for uh, three football fields, man. That's how good that melanin is, man. In that case, why so they got to kill people to get it? <laughs> yeah, why come you don't sell it like you do your blood? Like them winos be doing their blood. Well, they got a machine to take the, the stuff. Look at back that vitiligo. They they slashing the damn melon right out the air, man. When people got vitiligo now, they well, if they slashing it out of the air, why they waste time messing with people, with individuals? All right, here it is. All right, here it is. It says the melanin, which is produced, is stored mainly in the upper layer of the skin. The squam, the S-Q-U-A-M-O-U-S cells with very little melanin stored in the upper layer of skin, the basal layer, in determining skin color, number of melanin site of is not as important as the type of melanin the cells produce. So that's what it is. That, I mean, that's how it's stored. So I guess, Wesley, you may be on to something here. You know, it's stored in the skin. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. And so these but, see these vampires they need that man because see the earth is to move closer to the sun man we getting close to the photon belt and so these two people they will not be able to survive man that's why they all get skin cancer and have spontaneous combustion so they need that melanin to survive my brother why you think my man what his name a Rockefeller had uh, six heart transplants man. And we Rockefeller. Oh, uh, Cheney. Huh? Brother West, uh, Cheney then had quite a few too, hasn't he? That's right. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah he yeah. has. <laughs> yeah, that is true. See, y'all yeah. more important uh, than y'all really know y'all, man. Y'all really, y'all really close. Y'all and more important. If you the blacker you are, if you black at midnight, twelve thirty, crystal black. <laughs> What is that? I'm serious, man. You black, man. black at midnight, like 12.30. Ain't nobody about to Yeah. <laughs> so, Brother Wesley, yeah. are you saying that if you have uh, darker hue, you're superior? Is that what you're saying? Well, you got a superior gene. You can put a word of however you want to. You can, you can survive. Move. You've been on this planet 66 trillion years. No, I, I, I think what he's saying. No, no. I think what he's saying is six trillion um, years. If if it's right. darker skin, the more I guess you say the more valuable you you may be. <laughs> I don't think he's saying you're more superior. You're just more valuable to them when it comes to um, your melanin in your skin. Yeah, I think that's what all he's you trying need to now is Michigan man to come on. And, you, and, did I get that right, West? You're welcome. Yes, yeah, so sir. That's that's close, man. Okay. All right. Just trying. Just trying. <laughs> you know, because that's what it, it was saying in the little um, thing I was reading that the darker the skin, the um, the more you have, you know, in in your body. So, yeah. I so what if you get a tan? You come what if you get a tan? Yeah, like you're burning man, yourself because of a tan. You're, you're burning. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you laying out there in the sun, you're doing nothing but burning yourself. I mean, that's basically what good. they're doing. It, it's like it's like it's, it's different. Like it's, it's different. Do you go and lay you in the sun? Excuse me. That's just walking in the sun. It's different. But means it's different from walking in the sun and laying out in the sun. You know, that's like putting yourself in the microwave. 
You laying in the sun some, and you in a, you ain't doing it but microwaving yourself. And some people you know? working in the sun and they and they another shade until wintertime come. And see, they, these Europeans trick all black people to make y'all think y'all ain't worth nothing and your garbage and your animals and all that. They trick y'all. They sell for that trick game, man. Y'all who? Every black person on this planet been tricked, man. Oh. <laughs> to make you hate yourself. Okay. To make you hate yourself. To make you think you're worthless and you're piece of crap. Okay, then you 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 bought the game then. You I never have game. hated myself. That's what I refuse but, but, to do because I hate myself. I can hate other people. Wesley, that you know what that that has been that has been part of the propaganda and and the mind control for years though. So that that's nothing new. Yes, well, I, I mean, mean you got your, Well, it's nothing new to you, but some people they don't realize that man. You got these black children out here running around here calling each other bitches and hoes and everything else, but a child of God, man. So if they realize who they are, I guarantee once once they're younger and everybody realize who we are. We, the world would be a lot better, man. Then you love yourself. Therefore, you be able to love your brother and sister. First, you, you got to love yourself but, first. You know what, Wesley? That that is such a wonderful theory. That is wonderful, <laughs> and it's I, fact, I agree man. with you. But well, <laughs> yeah. I know, Wesley. What I'm saying is, yeah. yeah. As long as long as you got those that are are um, willing. To to not pay that any attention and go after you know the the riches or the so called American dream, you know you're never mm-hmm. gonna have everybody the same sheet of music. And let's be honest, uh, that that is that is the, another part of the propaganda or the 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 conditioning, you know that in order to to go after the American dream, you got to make that green. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's simple. You got to make the green. And of course, we know there's really no value to the green. But right. you you have kids these days. You know they're looking at the, the record companies, and you know they putting these boys on there with chains and flashing play play money out there like they you know rolling in dough. And that's what what they they assume is you know it's going to take. But it's not you know it's, it's just propaganda. Pretty much. Well, that's why I say a lot of people not gonna make it, man. That's, so the, that's that, that population control, man. The people that so don't realize it? that, then the main one that's killing themselves and each other, and them the ones that not gonna make it, man. Well, so you know, what it you, is. you know, Wesley, and, and here, here's huh? the thing uh, about that. You know, we can talk about it. We can, you know, put the information out there. But you can't make anybody, you know, um, realize the, what's going on. It, that's just something that they have to do on their own. You know, well, if, if talk. like talking like we're talking here right now, and if one person mm-hmm. listening, you know, just happened to say, "Let me go and check this out," you know, then that's good. You know, you, mm-hmm. you reach one person. But if, if mm-hmm. you go out here and try to change the minds of the masses. Man, you know you you, <laughs> you run out of uh-huh. breath and life before you change the way they think. Go ahead, well, man. You gotta you. Well, see, it's we are like a we are like we do everything. A lot of us are out here doing things, and some certain things don't matter to them. They busy doing things that's, that's important and the things they love, and and other things don't matter. You got a lot of people doing their DNA and finding out what part is what and what they had in them that they thought they had them and what they don't have them that was in them. And some of them upset and some of them happy. I mean, it's a lot of people just doing things. Just some, I mean, some things just like even we're talking about to some people, and some people it is. You got a group over there, love music, and some people don't. You have people like exercise, and some don't. 
They have some like to uh, party, some don't. So you just got us just doing a whole lot of different things. We just busy, and, and, and each person pick out what they want, and they live with it, and that group that's living with it, they hang together, and the one that's doing whatever else is hanging together. And some people can do two or three things and enjoy it, but they have the group that do it, and they keep it within the group that they're doing it in. Like we having a conversation. And some people don't even like conversation because they don't like talking to people or even being around people. Okay. Well, it's peaceful coexistence. Like you say, Mr. Talk, each one teach one, man. You know what I mean? You might, instead of trying to go after everybody at one time, like we having a conversation, then it's like six degrees of separation. Then when we get off that call, or whatever, like me and Elvira, we be posting a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook, man. Elvira. You say Elvira. Yeah, she on the call list. Me and a lot of other people be, be posting oh, stuff on stuff Facebook. She getting there, man. <laughs> so that's where that stuff come of, from. From research. I just gave you all patent numbers and stuff mm. like that where I do research, man. I don't just be bumping my guns, brother. I, I research everything, what I'm trying, what I tell you, what I tell people, man. And see, Mr. Talk. Like I said, when somebody tells me something, I don't accept it. I don't reject it. I just let it marinate. And then if I really, I go look it up. And the truth always comes to the top anyway, man. Did they tell you how long that research been out there that you was researching? Did they just start it or they been they done did it 60 years ago? Or did it just get Hold on for a minute, Wesley. See, Maze, yes, when, when you talk about doing research, when you start talking about research, you just don't stop at the first thing. You know, if you find one good, then you go and search for something else. You know, because like, like we always say, there's nothing unique, nothing new. So it's, if, if, if it's out there, it's out there more than one time. You know, now the I'm question not, that comes, what I'm question, what, okay, what are you saying? Like you say, you researching what they did, mosquito experiment, and what year did they do it? So now they're experimenting on something else, and what year did they do it? They've already finished with that experiment, so we are talking about an experiment that they're doing in 2016, or are we talking about one that they did in the 60s, or are we talking about one they did in the 70s? That's what I'm talking about. But, but May, see, so what you have did. to understand, what you have to understand, what Mr. Smith does is once they start an experiment, they never stop. Okay. That's right. They change they, they change the terminology and they change the way it's done, but they never once mm-hmm. they start, they never stop. They have they have what you volunteer and go do experiments that they want to do on people. Miss Mays, they got involuntary you know? experiments now, man. You be experimenting on don't even know you be experimenting on. That's how sleep you know, that's, that's, is now. You know that reminds me um, of of the the movie um, franchise. What is it, the Bourne's the Bourne supremacy or whatever? Where they got all these cats, you know, under mind control, and they don't even mm-hmm. know it. Just they get all in a cold word and they go into action. That's right. Now, now as I've said before on the show, if it's in the movie, you can guarantee God dang on T, it's been done and it's still being right. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It, Movie producers just don't think of stuff like that. All right, right. it's a reason why why it's being shown. And if it's being shown now, that means they've done it twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years ago. You know, they just decide okay, they're gonna show you because most people ain't not gonna pick up on it anyway. 
They're going to say, well, that's a good movie right there, and that's it. You know, or what they say, what if, man? But you shouldn't be saying what if. You should be saying, wow. <laughs> you know, that's what you right. should be saying. Yeah. Really? I mean, that's just my, my take on it. Oh, okay. right, brother. Yeah, so, you know, the, it, it pays to do your research, but, you, you know, you, you have to, especially when it comes to sci-fi movies, man, it, it's good to watch some of them things because they be telling you what's going on or what has happened already and what's still happening, but we don't pay no attention to that. You know, you're like, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, I'm going to go back and see it, you know, and that's it. But, yeah, a lot of the movies have some truth to it. There's a whole lot of truth, actually. But, you know, we we, we too conditioned to even uh, think about that kind of stuff, to think on that level. And that's what they're banking on. You know, we're, we're not going to think on uh, the, the level above what they want us to think on. I'm looking you know, up. So, and, is, yes, man. The flu shot is an experiment, too, right? Man, yes, Maze. Have you ever had one? No. Not, you know what? Because even, I even, one. You know, well, I, I can't. I can't remember when I was a kid whether I had them or not. But I know my no, adult I life. No, I haven't had. It. Even no, when I, I was had. in military, I used to find ways not to take it. No, mm-hmm. not, no I never I'll tell you what I did have. You have that polio, some people. That polio, remember that polio vaccine? I took that when I was six years old, and then fast forward to '07. I ended up getting uh, kidney cancer, and I did some research on that. That polio vaccine was made up of ground-up monkey kidney. You look up simium virus 40, and that's when uh, uh, you, uh, within uh, the 70s and the 80s and 2000, that's when cancer was spiking cancer, man. My cousin, me and her, took that polio vaccine. Okay, I had kidney cancer in uh, 07. She just had it last year, had to get her kidney taken out, man. And it's all because of that polio vaccine, man. That little sugar cube. Remember that maze back in the day? Sure. And they have a choice. But I'm saying I never had the flu shot. Don't plan on having a flu shot. And you have some people every year run in there and take one. Just because they want to take it and they think it's going to, I don't know what it's going to do to them. And some people can take care of the flu naturally and not even never catch the flu or a cold. Right, and you look at this MMR shot, man. That's why a lot of these black boys coming up with autism, man, because of that MMR shot. That MMR shot. Moses Mumpson rubella. Oh, okay. Well, I talked to a doctor about that, and she said the problem lies if there is, because she couldn't say what she wanted to, but it wasn't nobody with me and her. She said the problem lies is that. The battery of shots that's given are all given at one time rather than being spaced out like they did back in, you know, the earlier part of the of our lifespan. And that caused problems, well, she says. Well, I know my nephew took that shot, man, and he all messed up, got autism, and uh, he took that shot uh, when he was a little boy. He's 18 years old now, man. He's about to graduate from high school, and he messed up, man. He got autism real bad. And I told my sister not to give that boy that shot, but she did it anyway. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, have willing yeah. people to do. Go ahead, Mace. Go ahead and finish. Oh, yeah, willing people that go and do stuff because they want to regardless of what people tell them not to. So that's them making their choice to do the things. Because see, you what know, these um, do, 
Hold on, Wesley. Hold on. All right, y'all. We yeah. got 12 minutes left in live airtime. So if you want to continue here live and you're on the computer, whatever, you need to get on the phone lines. Uh, 347-838-8622. All right. Uh, 12 minutes left. But uh, it, it, has anyone noticed that every year they come out with a new uh, so-called uh, disease or, or something that, that's, that's harmful? Have you ever noticed that? You know, first they, they, they pushed Ebola real bad. And then, you know, remember it was the bird flu and uh, all these other things. Now it's what, the Zika virus? I yes, mean, where's all this stuff coming from? <laughs> you know, it's just all of a sudden funding. popped up out of nowhere. Huh? Yeah, they do the you all, funding so they can uh, it's cover it's, it's a lot of money. From, it's coming from Bill and Melinda Gates, man. Thank you, Brother Wesley. Man, that's where it's coming from, Bill and Melinda Gates and Ted Turner now and all these other rich folks, man. And they openly talk about it. Thank you, Brother Wesley. And, and, and what do you think about the fact out there in California, there were thousands of people that uh, protested against their changing uh, your right to choose for vaccinations, and the state went ahead and passed legislation uh, for mandatory vaccinations, and they're trying to make that universal. Uh, because, mm-hmm. And see, the problem to me is that science, which operates on theory, and I'm not saying science doesn't do anything good. They've done some good things, but basically they operate on theory. And a lot of the scientists reject the idea that we're more than our bodies. They see us as a bunch of chemical soup. Whereas there are other people who believe that we are more than our bodies. We're not just our thoughts and our bodies. We have a spiritual element of ourselves. But science doesn't treat us that way. So, therefore, they pass legislation to protect uh, companies who manufacture vaccines and give them immunity. If they kill you, you can't sue. Right. (laughs) So they have no responsibility or no obligation uh, to to, uh, worry about what products they put on the market that might harm people because they're protected by whom? The people that are supposed to be representing us and pretending like they're our government. Yep. You know, uh, reading the story on this kid that got killed and wrapped up in that mat, they -hmm. sent him to be, they have an autopsy done on him. And at the... At the autopsy, they took out his organs to run tests on to see if there was any toxicity in them. That's how his organs got removed. And when they sent the body back to the undertaker, they say that the the organs was with the body. Now, here's the thing. This this kid was dead for, what, several days? So his organs not going to be good for no transplants. That sounds like a nice cover story to me, Pianchi. That's the story. Yeah, Yeah, you know it. Because his family even said the body, mm-hmm. his organs weren't in there. They were stuffed them with paper. That's right. Well, they, yeah, because they t- took them out to test them. Now, the the autopsy doctor said that he, no, they said they were confident that the the uh, the place that done the autopsy sent the, the organs back with the body. Anyway, you couldn't have used them for nothing else once they get through running tests on them. You think they're going to admit? You think they're going to admit to to to? Uh, you think they're not going to come up with a cover story for for that horrible uh, incident? 
Well, mm-hmm. I mean, if you use logic, if you use uh, logic, how are you going to use organs that's out of a dead person that's been dead see, for you, several? You're assuming, you, you're assuming that. See, you're assuming that what they're telling you is the truth. But that's what right. was initially reported was the body was found stuffed with newspaper and the organs was already missing. But they're coming yeah, along but, now but, telling the story. When the, sheriffs, so when the sheriffs come along, what they do? Open the body up to see what's in there? No, they do that well, the hospital. Well, not, uh, Pianchi, but, uh, you know, uh, the original report was that the boy's organs was missing. So evidently, when the school or whoever found the body moved the body wherever it was supposed to go, uh, and someone uh, discovered that the the body the organs were missing, and that's what was reported. So okay, yeah, so but what listen are you to what saying? Are you saying they made that story up? No, listen to what you're saying. Here they come along, find a dead body, then they open the organ, open the body up, and take the organs out. No, Pianchi, you're forgetting something. If you found a dead body and it was stuffed with newspaper, it ain't gonna feel right when you move it. Oh come on! Now who's gonna be feeling on a dead body? My well, goodness! If it's a girl, I guess they're gonna be feeling on her butt. Somebody has to pick the body up and move it, don't they? No, they pick it up by the arms and legs. They ain't pick grabbing hold of no stomach. Okay. All and right, in yeah. another way, if in another way, they would have said, "Where's the incisions?" Plus, he's supposed to have been right. missing his brain too, so I guess it was cracked over. See, here's here's the thing, Pianki. He was rolled up in a in a mat. Okay, so eventually they're gonna have to unroll the mat. Okay, when you unroll the mat, if his uh, organs have been taken out, there's gonna be blood, and you know he's gonna be laying up flat. It's not like you won't be able to see the wound. They say they say he probably was trying to reach over into the mat to retrieve something, his cap or something. He fell off and 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 damaged his neck. You gonna believe that? When they killed dude, when they killed dude. The they did. And the mall, and, and why and did the we say the aliens abducted This is how it works, man. This is how it works, bro. Okay, when the body is found dead, they take it to the to the mall, the medical examiner, do the autopsy, take the body parts out, and now, now before they even get to the mall, if you go to the hospital, and they actually secure you in the hospital, they have the bio labs, future labs, waiting to get your body parts. You go to the mall, then you, by the time you get to the mall, most of your stuff will be gone. Are they going to take it then? Then when they get to the funeral home. Stuff no good. It's got to be, in order for them to use the body parts, they got to be, uh, they can't use a, uh, something that's dead. That's what I'm telling you. Can I ask Pianchi a question, please? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pianchi, do you believe that uh, organ harvesting is a, a universal, a big trillion dollar trade that goes on all over the world? Yes, I believe that they do that, but I'm talking about this one case here. I don't think this case was that. Okay, all right. I respect that. The Jews, Israelis are the ones that's doing a lot of the organ organ harvesting. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the Chinese. What are they benefiting from 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 all of this stuff? What's the benefit? The melanin. melanin. Do you know if you Eighty something year old Jew white man, and you see a healthy, uh, uh, real nineteen year old black boy with fresh, brand new melanated body parts, then you gonna be wanting that body part so you can keep living, man. That's what it's about. Wesley, huh? Wesley, just like you said, you lost one of your kidneys. 
Well, you sure that you lost it for that reason, and they just took one of them to give to somebody else? Uh, uh, all I know mm. is uh, my side was hurting. I go to the doctor, emergency room for my back. Next thing you know, they telling me they see a knot on my kidneys, right? That's mm-hmm. what they said. And it's ca- and you should have got a well, second and third it. opinion, man. I did. That's what I did, brother. You going to let me finish my story? I got a second and third opinion. I even had my own primary physician to look at the little CD, and he said, and plus I got a biopsy, and these, everybody was telling me, oh, yeah, you got the cancers. They got a hug to get that kidney out now. All right? Okay, you going to that direction, man. Have you seen how many people have been told the same thing you've been told? It's a whole lot. It's been millions of people that got that polio vaccine and come up with cancer. No. I'm saying they get your kidney for free and sell it to somebody else. Well, number one, when you go to the when you go to the hospital to have surgery, you sign a paper where say anything they take out of you belong to them. That's how it works. That's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So he don't know where he's getting. It couldn't, couldn't have been nothing wrong. It's you. made. If you go to the doctor, you tell you you got cancer on your kidney, you can die or whatever. If you get two or three thirds second opinions, then what you going to do? Can I say yeah. something? They told my sister the same thing they told you, and she got one kidney mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people did they tell that? A lot. Yeah, probably me. They took her kidney too. What? You say they took her kidney too? Yes. Was given to her, and she don't have a one kid. Did she take that polio vaccine? I don't know if she took the polio vaccine or not. Well, you know what? I got a friend that I worked with, and his one of his kidneys just dried up. He didn't go under no surgery when they when he got the, had an examination. Somebody, they told him that he's only got one kidney. It yes, just disappeared. It disappeared, and not even there no more. Just like some women can give birth and don't never show they pregnant. Well, if you know the secret of the universe and you can, you got the right uh, uh, sound, the right vibration, the right frequency, you can grow your body powers, man. You can regrow it. It's just like that lizard. If you see a lizard, you cut the tail off, its tail going to grow back. So we can do that too once you figure out how to do it. It might be some truth to that. That's what you, y'all, y'all heard the story of Henrietta Lacks, right? Y'all heard of Henrietta Lacks? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, 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 they say she had cancer, and then they took her. Her cells uh, are still uh, reproducing. Still, right now. And she and they didn't get a family. They didn't get a family. Nothing for that woman. <laughs> I don't know if they may finally settled, but that woman's family should have got. Something for them doing all these experiments and coming up with cures for this, that, and the other based off of that lady's sales. The black woman. This how this how the family Mm -hmm. discovered it was going on. They came to the family and said they want some more of their DNA, and then that's when they blew the whistle. Say, what you mean you want some more of my DNA? And then they told her that they had their mama cancer cells and they're still growing. And they get some money though, but that's how, how how everything got in the open. When them, them mad scientists, Frankenstein, parasites went to the family and said they want some more of their DNA. Mm. You know, you know, body parts harvesting is, is big business. It, it really is, um, especially overseas. You go into countries like India, China, you know, places like that. Oh, yeah, it's big uh-huh. business. And it's a lot of people that's really out there selling their body parts. <laughs> 
you know, so and they go in Africa we, we and steal hear. kids. Yep. You know, yeah. So it's not it's not it's not unusual. Well, it's not so difficult to believe that something like that could actually happen. You know, and and let's be honest, just because it happens um, more often overseas doesn't mean it's not a possibility here in the United States. I mean, let's think about the the the, the case in Chicago where they kept all them them individuals down there in that that, that cell or what have you in that building. Mm-hmm. Now you can't tell me that they weren't trying some, you know this and that on them. The U.S. military, you know, has admitted. That you know, back in the day, they you know, what is it, MK Ultra? They had a and movie on it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it, it, to say that, yeah, we've come a long way and it, 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 it stopped. No, you can't say that. I, I, uh, you remember the it, you it, remember it, the whites that went down there and got them Haitian kids during the uh, yeah yeah that's right. mm-hmm. yeah. How about the, the the whites that went over in Malawi? And got a whole mm-hmm. bunch of kids, about two hundred of them. But look at uh, how many people they took from when Katrina hit, man. When Hurricane Katrina, it's about ten thousand people missing. They snatched from with Katrina. Like some of them people, they say they were gonna relocate to Utah and all them. A lot of them missing, man. But, but listen, I'm not trying to be funny, but somebody else walking around with your kidney, you gave it away. That's all good. That's all. Every time I, I worked at the I TV thought I heard TV a guy time, sound like you the other day. Well, every time, well, they probably cloning all of us, man. They probably cloning all of us. But every time I walked in the CDC, I felt like my kidney was in there, to tell you the truth. <laughs> oh, my. What do you call it when they do those eye transplants where you need a, uh, the cornea? Yeah. Yeah, they found that one. They found that one kid in the field crying. Somebody in China, they took his. The the child, three year old child, took his cornea, their eyes out. Mm-mm-mm. You know your eyes will pop out real easy. Somebody hit you in the back of the head real hard, your eyeball will pop right out. What we need to do is sit down with our relatives and young people and tell them these things because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Hell, they'll follow somebody off in a building. Next thing you know, they stuff gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to get the right doctor. You get the right doctor and a whole lot of stuff going to be gone. Just like these women getting hysterectomies and don't have to get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what's the other thing? Fibroids. That's yeah. what they call them. They take. They was taking women's wounds out real fast back in the day. You go in there with a damn toothache. Well, we gotta take your wound out. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was such an epidemic. They named it the Mississippi appendectomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just reading about how they used to do experiment on these black women, like the slaves and all that. They did all kind of experiments on them. Yeah, they wouldn't even anesthetize them. What was that doctor's name? They had a, a name for this guy. He was saying that black people don't experience the same pain as white folks do. Yeah. And he had them scalpels that you, when you put in a woman's uh, vagina and you crank it and make it spread open wide, and all that mm-hmm. damn crazy ass stuff. Them folks are crazy as hell, man. Yeah. Diabolical, mm. man. 
That's mm-hmm. why you should tell everybody, black people particularly, don't be walking around by themselves, man. That's they why had, blacks they today don't like to go to the doctor. Right. <laughs> I agree. Mm. Hell, I went well, to the doctor. I had, uh, wait a minute, check this out. I had uh, knee operations from some accidents I had on the job site. I went mm-hmm. to the orthopedic surgeon, and she looked at my x-rays of my knees, and she said, well, when you want to come in? I said, come in for what? So we can put uh, remove your knees and put some plastic ones in there. And I looked at this woman as a white woman. And I said, I tell you what, give me something to read up on. I wanted to smack her, but I said, no, I ain't going to do that because I got too much liability. <laughs> yeah, they, they first damn visit, they talking about taking my damn knees out. They ain't taking my knees. I came here with these damn knees, and I'm going to leave with the same knees. That's right. Mm. Mm. Say what? And if I was always in, they taking something out of her body. With well, the she she should be listening now. She should be listening. She, she told me she was listening. Okay, I ain't hear nothing that was said. And people say their body's the science, too. Yeah, I know people do that. You know what they do? They take your body, and they put your arms to your side, lay you flat on your back with your toes up, and they will super freeze it. Mm-hmm. Then they will put you in this machine that will start at your head, work all this way down to your toes, and start slicing you in like sixteenth of an inch thick pieces. The whole body. Do you have one of the machines in your ba- your basement? Because you sure know a lot about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a place not too far in there in St. Louis on Grand Avenue, uh, St. Louis University Medical Center. That's where they do that stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Wow. They slice your body, and then they take a picture of everyone, and you can bring that up in your studies. Well, my brother-in-law used to do mm. autopsies, and I stayed far away from him as I could. <laughs> <laughs> it did be something that run crazy. They just didn't cut a body up and then put it back together. That's what they do? Dissected? They do what you call that? Reverse engineering? <laughs> no. You, you know, and you can say that. But, you know, some of it is, is to try and learn what makes us such great people. That's what it is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, they, they don't realize it's more than just, you know, that, that out, this outward shell that we walk around in. You know, mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It, is. it really is. But, you know, it, it, it's, when, you, when you start thinking about things like this, man, it gets scary. You know, and remember um, back in the 70s and 80s, well, even the late 90s, they were heavy on cloning, then it kind of went away. Um, they still on that. Because yeah. they, they're cloning more than animals now. Yeah, <laughs> they're they talking about making uh, androids. I, I bet you the first zillion of them would be white. None of them going to be black. Eric. Of course. Yes. You want to hear about something real scary? Uh, yeah, have you heard I'm about, always good for something. Have you heard about Chimera C 
C-H-I-M-E-R-A? Uh-uh. They What's claim that, that they're, they're mixing human ge- uh, genes and in China that uh, they have cloned a uh, part human cow, which is producing yeah. human milk. Yeah, I heard of that. I heard of that. And you've seen the pictures where they're growing ears on the back of rats, right? Human ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, they're taking right. human milk and making cheese with it. Well, you know, they they you would transplant. You would yeah, take it like a pig hog, a pig a, a hog, a hog, <laughs> and putting it in people anyway. They've been doing that there, for yeah. a long time. But when you eat your macaroni and cheese, you might be eating cheese that's made out of breast milk. Well, I know that today you can't believe everything you see on the Internet and all that kind of stuff. But I just saw an article yesterday where it was saying that they had was accusing China of shipping human meat. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. So I, you know, see what they do. They they be aborting and killing them girl babies because some of us about child don't like like women babies, and they they yeah, the they abort babies. That, yeah, they kill the babies, the girl babies. So um, so they like somebody. Chinese eat anything. They don't let nothing go yep. to waste. We don't know that. Right. We don't know that because I don't know no Chinese. I can put that on the you see it on you see it on the internet. I mean on YouTube, you see them. They got dogs, domestic dogs captured. Yeah, look at the dog. Dog got a crazy look on his face. Okay, I went to the barbecue stand down there in Fort Lauderdale, and they had the best baby backs I ever tasted. And then when the health department went back there in the freezer, what number of dogs, man? It was in Fort Lauderdale. They like to eat dogs, and just like some people that don't eat meat. They look at people that eat meat the same way. They eat rats, mice. They take the mice, scald them in hot water, scrape the hair off of them. Uh, 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 so if you eat chicken, like, don't ever get no boneless chicken wings. Say boneless, because that most time that'd be right anyway. Well, they eat, they, they eat rats in Ghana. They call them, uh, they call them uh, grass cutters. They're field rats. They're different, they go they're different rats. That's a different I thing there. I've eaten I've eaten grass cutter myself. That's different. Have you ever had any bear meat? And who? Huh? Have you had any bear meat? They eat bear too. Some places. I ain't never eaten no bear meat, but they eat not here too. I, I put not that no Ain't no telling now these days. They eat everything out here that's eatable. I guess with legs. What about that one community someplace where the bear was walking up on his upright because his front paw was hurt? Looked like a drunk yeah, fool walking through the neighborhood. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. He <laughs> like a, a bear come walking mm-hmm. through your yard standing up like that. You run like hell. <laughs> That's called adapting, man, to your environment. That's what black people, we keep adapting, man. Everything they throw at us, we adapt. Evolve. Mm. Yeah, so that's why these we, new children coming in the world today. They got an extra chromosome, man. The indigo children not coming in the world today. They got an extra chromosome, man. Mm. Well, Eric, I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah. You okay. I gotta go look in the mirror and make sure my kidneys ain't gone or something. You made you made some highway sense, decent conversation today, man. You was right on point, bro. Yeah, well, that's the way it should be all the time. 
I, I'll talk to you guys later. Be careful. Peace and blessing, man. Stay strong. You know, and if you think about this conversation we have, man, it, 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 as Sister Ngo said, it's kind of scary if about it, you know. All this stuff is going on, and just think the majority of people out there have no clue. Have yes, no clue whatsoever. Unless it, unless it shows television, huh? They got everybody distracted now with this damn Pokemon thing now, man. See how slick that game is? They got people who's in the cemetery so they can snatch it, man, with their Pokemon stuff, man. I'm not into Pokemon. Well, you I don't smart. even know what a Pokemon is. It makes no sense. It's an app on the phone <laughs> where you're doing all kinds of stuff with Pokemon, going trying to find stuff, man, where people just blindly walking on their phone, doing all kinds of stuff, man, walking through cemeteries and all this stuff, man. Like the man, he was wanted and he walked into the jail and he got arrested. The spokesman, so. <laughs> Eric, I hope you leave us. Okay, you hear what I said, Eric? I didn't hear you, sister. Ain't going what you say? I said, I hope you leave us with some hope because we didn't have a morbid conversation today. Oh. <laughs> I can only up. leave you with some good music because I, you know. <laughs> I'm just sitting here shaking my head. I'm like, wow, wow. I know it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm not afraid. And, and well, you know, the, you know the, the very scary, the scary part about it is this just the surface. You know, we haven't yep. even begin to scratch what the, the the underlying parts of it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that 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 is the scary part. You know, it's just just the right. things that we are aware of. Just think of the stuff we're not aware of that that is going on uh-huh. daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they they say by the year twenty thirty, uh, people are gonna be having sex with robots, man. You know that, right? Yeah, they talk about that openly. And brother Wesley, don't forget, yeah, check out twenty forty five dot com, brother Wesley. Twenty forty five dot com. Wesley, you already late. They got a dog already. They got a dog. Well, you know that that dog been out three years. Well, yeah, but they, they ain't talking about that. They, he's talking about, uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Wesley, he's talking about, uh, what's his name, Ray Kurzweil, where they're talking about not only having, doing away with sex, but they're talking about having spiritual machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got yeah. those, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they probably do, Maze, because once they tell us what <laughs> they're thinking about, they probably, like Eric said, been doing it for 30 or 50 years already. You're right. I mean, if you really want to, his book, The Singularity is Near, When Humans Transcend Transcend Biology, that's a good book, man. I mean, it's, Lord have mercy. It really will have you thinking. And some of the stuff that you're like, wow, you know, it's already, (laughs) it's already here. It really is. You know when I walk around and I see things? I say to myself, I say nothing, nothing is, nothing is real anymore. Everything is fake. Well, what do you think, Maze? Something Bruce Jenner just changed his whole meaning of what he was. Then you got all these women changing the whole meaning of what they are. I mean, it's nothing gonna be real unless you just leave you as you are. But you say we are willing to do this. Are we willing to go on and doing what we see other people do? Well, Maze, what do you think? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead real fast, sister, and go in, and then I got 
I was just going to ask Maze real quick. Well, what does she feel? I'm sorry. Did you want me to go ahead or stop? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask Maze what does she think about the fact that some of the scientists are saying that we exist in an illusion that this is like a a computer software program. What do you think about Mm -hmm. that, Maze? Well, sometimes I see it that way. Because yeah. the lady that got her butt messed up and it kept growing and growing and growing and it couldn't stop growing. It didn't stop the other ones from doing the same thing she did. So I'm like, That's it can true. real people walking That's around. And it's some That's that singularity, fix. man. So you just mm-hmm. have to learn to live with it. Is this really living? You don't have to join it because it's happening. You, don't have, you can live with it and not join it. That's where well. All they all they gonna do is lock in on you and start downloading that software into your brain and, and you start you will be a completely different person. You don't even know that you just happened to you, man. That's um, not how sleepy here's, here's, I was here's, here's stuff. Here's a question that came to that room real fast. Will humanity be reinvented? I think that's what they're doing right now. It already is, is, man. Already is. And this it's is like not the first that. time. This is not the first time, according to uh, Seven Bomar, when he goes on his uh, uh, breakdown of the uh, Matrix, and he talks, he goes all the way back into ancient Kemet, where he said they were the ones that created these bodies that captured our spirits in in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm, now that's I agree. deep. Well, yeah, I agree. Said, uh, uh, only, thing that, only thing that I think will be created is something that turn against them. For, for for Eric, if you're well, interested in that, his his video is Code of the Matrix, uh, the Code of okay. the Matrix, and he goes into a real. He he also uses images, and he don't just say it. He he shows evidence of, you know, the symbols and stuff they used back in Kemet. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I'm okay. I'm done. I'm sorry. No, that's some good, good info right there. Uh, yeah, I gotta check that out. Um, May- Maze, what you say? If did they turn against us? Is that what you said? Yes, they keep on creating stuff that turn against them, the people that create. Well, aren't, aren't we turning against each other already? Haven't we been no. against each other? Oh, we no, have. She's talking about the people that's doing it. She's talking about them evil folks that's throwing stuff at folks. And it, it, when you when you try to do evil against somebody, it's coming back on you. That's what she's talking about. That karma. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, if this has been hmm. going on for many thousands of years, when is the karma going to catch up? <laughs> that was, that was my next thing. It's been, it's, it's been going on and on, so when you accomplish stuff, you don't, it don't happen anymore. So they can't accomplish what they want, so they have to try something new. It's catching up. You look at these, these people, man. Look at They can't go in the woods now without animals and stuff eating them, man. Okay, even the animals are tired of these devils, man. <sighs> yeah, but see what what I, I think the, the part we, we some people fail to, to realize is soon as we catch on to what they're doing, they just change it up. But Mister Talk, it's still the law <laughs> make, of physics the law of the universe. Okay, I understand that. I understand the, the physics and the law of the universe, but also. You know, part of the law of the universe is you change up. As you say, you evolve. Okay? So yes, you, things catch up, and then what happens? They evolve, and we evolve. And it's just a continuous cycle. 
So, right, that, that, I guess the question is, will will we ever catch up to what they're doing and 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 and, and even things out, or even surpass them? Would that be a well, leg- legitimate question to ask? Good always gonna out Trump evil man. Okay, you gotta look at it that way. That's the way it works. Good will always out Trump. Light always out Trump darkness. Every time. I do say it that way. Wesley, you would always have something evil. Yeah, you look at it, even if y'all believe in God and angels, you got more angels uh, are good than you got devils. Okay? And, and they will never stop trying, even though they lose at times. So yeah, basically, there's more good people than bad people, just most of the good people just still trying to grind and not paying attention. But really, it's more good than bad all the way. Hmm. Well. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just sitting here shaking my head. I done wrote so many notes that I'm like, okay. And, and the more I read them, the more I just shake my head. Like, man, you know, if if it's going to change or if we're going to catch up as may say, we need to hurry up and do it. You know, because it looks like we're falling further behind than any more than anything. I mean, that's just well, that's my opinion, but that's the way it seems. That's when you don't have when you have when you have, when you don't have patience. That's what things happen. If you got patience, you got time to wait. But if you don't have patience, you don't think it's coming fast enough. The way the enemy makes you think it like that, man, they make you think that you all behind the eight ball and and it's so or everything's so fatalistic. They got people thinking that, man. They, they got you thinking that, bro. Okay. Trauma-based mind control. Trauma-based mind control. Oh, that's a good one there. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Oh, we know that's in full effect now. <laughs> that is in mm-hmm. full effect. Yeah. I know. You know, it, you know what they're thinking? What? One of them is these you two know, people running for president. Two people, run, two people running for president. Yes. So they fight for Speaking of that, I never did get my question answered. If the borders are open, do you have a country? They always been open. No, we do not but, have a country but, if the borders are open. They, they, they haven't always been open. It's like I told you, Mr. Talk, when I said they said Trump, I said Trump done gave two women citizenship to this country. Haven't he? He done married two foreigners and gave them citizenship. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. Okay. And then in Mexico, they want to build a gate. They want to build a fence. But once they did it, all the jobs over there, so what, people going to climb across there to go get a job? Okay. You look, you know what? Um, they're not building any gates. They're not building. He ain't gonna build no wall. He's not gonna make Mexican Mexico build a wall. It's not gonna happen. So it's not gonna. Happen. And you know, and it has a lot to do with finance and and money. And and as Sister Goni said earlier, you know, they paying the they paying to have these these um immigrants and stuff come through through the Mexico. They are paying for that. You know, just like just like they have to have them open. You know, they let so many drugs in, and then you know they have to uh, pr- pr- 
perpetrate, you know, this big seizure of drugs or what have you, but you never hear about the trials or anything. You just know, oh, we captured so many drugs today, you know, on the highway. You know, but what happens to it all? What happens you to know it? What, and you know what else, Eric, the reason why they're not going to build no wall is because the North American Union, they're merging Canada, Mexico, and the United States, just like mm-hmm. they did in the EU over there in Europe. And what are they going right. to do? They're gonna, that's why they got the borders all flooding people in from South America because, that, that I keep saying, if you want to know what's going on here, look across the pond because that's what's happening right here. But the only thing of difference here in America is we're the most propagandized, lied to people on the planet. Yeah, and see, they want to come up with the Amero. That's one country with uh, America, uh, Canada, and Mexico, Amero. Yeah, and old poor Lou Dobbs, they chased him off the air long years ago because he was telling it, telling the truth. <laughs> well, I yeah, haven't heard why, that name in a long Lou Dobbs. Say what, man? She wasn't from Mexico. She was a foreigner, too. He married and brought him gay sisters here. Oh, I mean, oh, nobody trying to keep each other apart from each other. And instead of like, like the Alamo used to be part of Mexico, it's part of America now. Some people gonna get back what they take it from it and put it back where it was. And some Americans ain't gonna uh, be able to take it. But then you got them wanting to secede from the union. So it's just a crazy world. We're just living in it. Well, yeah, it is, Maze. And you know what? The citizen, the definition of a citizen is subject. So I guess it don't matter no way. Ooh, now that's a deep word right there, subject. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And, and on the UN website, it, the definition for a good citizen is a good producer and a good consumer. That is the official mm-hmm. definition from the UN website on what a citizen is, a good citizen, a good producer and a good consumer. That's it. Mm. Wow, nothing else. Nothing else. That's it. No. Wow. No, so produce for us, produce for us, consume what you produce for us so we can continue to be the dominators and controllers of the whole planet and keep running and killing each other for our little paper currency that don't have no value except (laughs) to trade because you can't own nothing. They own everything. They claim the whole planet in us as their cattle. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know, I, I don't mean to change such, but I, I had to. I just thought about something I saw earlier today on this this show that comes on called Parking Wars, and uh, you know how we have in the, people on on the show that say, well, you know, you your own sovereign nation and what have you, right? So, um, this gonna make you laugh. Uh, as you say, you need to post this thing going in. I'm gonna bring some humor, okay? So, <laughs> you know, this guy he he had parked somewhere, and um, the tags he had on his car, um, oh, he had like fourteen hundred dollars worth of tickets. So, in in um, Detroit and and I think Philadelphia, they got these things called the boot. You know, where they put on mm-hmm. your tires so you can't boot. So, you know, the, the lady the lady was, you no, know, the guy was putting the boot on the car, and the guy came out. He said, wait a minute, I'm sovereign. You know, and he kept saying it, and they looked at him. You what? I'm sovereign. Then, you know, they said, well, you got to pay for these tickets. You know, and then he tried to, he tried to something else. Then he said, I'm sovereign. I, I don't have to have a license plate. <laughs> they looked at him and said, well, 
You won't have to pay these tickets because this boot ain't coming off. And he talked so much to where they actually called a tow truck right then and there to pick that car up. And it was funny because he was standing like, I don't have to. I don't have to have a have a tag anyway. I don't have to pay no tickets. And I'm sitting here looking like, well, you gonna have to go and argue that with the judge right now because they just took your car. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice car too, with rims and everything. And I just, and I just thought about that, you know, because a lot of times on the show people call in and say, well, you know, we're sovereign nations and what have you. And I'm thinking, well, see how far that went. Because when he said it, I, my ears went up. You know, like, okay, let me see how this gonna work. And, um, you know, so, and I thought it was just kind of quite funny because they told the car away anyway, and he was just left there standing. Come out, well, I'm a sovereign nation anyway. He got in somebody else's car and rode away. <laughs> well, like, you know wow. what, Eric? You know what, Eric? Huh? The, the, the gist of that is he was right. But, uh-huh. see, he was speaking lawfully. And the people that uh-huh. took his car with that boot was acting legally, which is unlawful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, See, I understand that. Because, wait, wait, wait. Because uh, the Supreme Court what? rules that you don't have to have a driver's license. Okay. That, that's the right. Supreme Court rules. However, like you said, you got a good point. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna argue with no police about it. Okay. I can I can guarantee <laughs> you that. But it's the difference between <laughs> law and 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 legal, and we're in a lawless situation right now. They don't honor mm. the law, their own laws, mm. or anybody else's. Hmm. Well, Donald Trump says he's going to bring law and order back to America. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and 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 and, and uh, we're going to all get raptured next week, okay? Yeah. Like I said, I don't know who law and order he's going to bring, but it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> so what you think, man? I, the run for president, you got to show your income tax form, right? He didn't even show that yet, right? <laughs> okay. No, he hasn't. You think he's so going to? I don't think so, but it's going to be interesting to see okay. how he's going to finagle the law without running for that office without showing his tax bond. Come on, on Wesley. Come on, Wesley. Huh? Really? <laughs> really? You, you haven't learned anything from from Hitler really yet. You ain't learned anything from Hitler really yet. The law, the law don't count for them. Whatever law you're talking about, it don't count for them. Yeah, but hold on. Let me bring Renee in. Let me bring Renee in real fast. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, Renee. How you doing? You just made in a little time. I know I'm. I'm. I was working, so. But I, um, you know, I have it on like listening to it. Um, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to throw something in there when I heard you say about Donald Trump. But um, yeah, he's supposed to restore uh restore lawless. What what is he? He's supposed to restore the law. He's supposed to restore order. I'll say that. Um, the thing about it is, I don't know. It's just like I listened to his speech and everything, and I was just laughing hysterically. Um, my thing is this, and I really want someone to ask him, and I have to look up if this has been asked before or what, but when he says he's going to make America great again, when are you referencing that it was great? Like, what are you talking about? What era? What time? Um, who was president? What was going on, you know, in the world? Tell us, when was America great? And I've yet to hear anybody address that, because that's what I want to know. 
Well, it was great for some people when they were stealing the land, and it was great for mm-hmm. others. Right. They had their British agents and, and uh, their uh, barristers and all making the rules for the poor people that they brought over here to clear the land for their profit mm-hmm. and benefit. And uh, it was great when uh, they were taught from the womb that some people were superior than others, and they had other folks working for them for free. And that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been great a whole lot of times for some people. <laughs> <laughs> And as far as the law, Renee, how you doing? Peace, how are you? I'm good. Uh, uh, As far as the law, remember, it was George Herbert Walker Bush that was talking about law and order when he was running for the president, remember? Mm -hmm. Yep. It just really is hilarious to me. And this man had zero political record. Zero, nothing. And I was watching, who was that that did a thing on him? And and they were talking about showing all of the bankruptcies he's had, all of the money he's had, all of the money, the, the businesses and things that have closed down and shut down, and all of this financial stuff that's happened um, to him. Where is, why isn't that being presented more? Why is it the fact that you have no political record whatsoever. You a 70-year-old man who's a reality TV star who's had a ton of failed businesses, but you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, a gold spoon in your mouth, and now you able to be president? This is nothing but for, for, for black folk and for other people, but for our people who don't get it, the whole premise, the whole reason this man is able to run for president and possibly get it is because he's a wealthy white man. That's it. He he doesn't have to have any other credibility. He doesn't have to have any other record. He doesn't have to have anything else. That's enough to do it. And his whole thing was built upon racism because he said, hey, if this N-word can get in there, how come I can't? This in, and I'm a wealthy white man, and I'm this, and I'm a billionaire, and I'm this, and that. Hey, if I want to be president, I can run for president. He got in there, the American people, and he's a straight-up narcissist. He's, he's obsessed with himself. He can't even hear or see anything anybody else is seeing. And it's just it just shows you how racist this country is because so much of that is based on racism. That's why the white people are going for him because after Obama was in there, of course, they trashed Obama, which I'm not a fan of his anyway, but, you know, just in a sense of, of race, in a sense of, like, they put all of this on Obama, like, he he did all this, you know. Never mind all of the other presidents and everybody who came before him, but it's Obama is the reason for everything. So that opens the door for all of that racist nature for these white folks to come out and say, yeah, oh, you know, if they, if they could vote for that black man, we're going to get him in there. He's going to restore order. He's going to, to bring the law back, um, you know, center. He's going to come uh, um, and help everybody. This man don't give a dang. You think he give a care about these poor white trash, these poor white people in, out here who don't, where in Iowa and wherever else, and they trying to, uh, coal or whatever they talking about. He don't care about that. There's none of them do. Way. None of them do. But, but Renee, right. you, 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 you just made the point. You said he doesn't have a political resume. You didn't say that word, but, right. you know, no history. But he yeah. does because you just answered it. He is a narcissist, yeah. and that is your uh-huh. political resume to be in the White House or anywhere else on Capitol Hill. That's who they reward yeah. in this society. Anybody that step on anybody else's neck, 
for to build yeah. himself up. And he does have political uh, 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 resume or credibility because he worked for the mob. That's how he got all the press, uh, mm. you know, all the deals. So he's he's in he's he's in there. He's one of right. them. That's right. And don't forget That's Obama. Right didn't have any political history either. Uh, and they played the same game on the white Christian nation with, uh, with uh, <laughs> W, uh, you know, because he started going to church and everything, and he started talking yeah. to family values and all that stuff. Yeah. So then when that didn't work no more, then they played the identity politics skin game, yeah. put Obama in there, and now they're going to put Trump in there. And so it's all yeah. a big charade. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It is. It's all a charade. Well, you, you know and hold on, hold on, Renee. Let me get in real fast. You know, and, and that's the interesting part about it. But uh, actually, Trump has some political background. You got to remember, he done ran under three different um, um, groups. At one time, he classified himself as a Democrat. Then he was under the um, – it was another party back in the day. And, and you know, so he, he has a political – but, you, you know, when, when you look at Trump, it is amazing. It is. It's really amazing because you have to realize that party, the Republican Party, didn't want him at all, and it, uh-huh. it, 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 he, he took them by surprise. Remember, now they have they have been and they still trying to get to try and figure out how to get him out of the way. But now I think it's too late now because he, you know, he has his following. But right when you look at it, you, you look at it and. If if anybody watched the, the convention like I did, you can you can tell what's about to happen, you know. And to your your point is, you know, um, you gonna make America great. And you said I am what is it? I I am the law and order candidate in in this election. That's what he said. I am the law and order oh. candidate in this, you know. And he said if anybody knows how the system works, I do. Now that's came, oh, that God. came out his words last night. He said that. Like I said, like I said when I first came on the air, I say I'm gonna tell y'all the words he he said, but I'm gonna let you know the words that he didn't say either, because certain mm-hmm. things he said he was saying something else, but nobody really was paying any attention to. So this is really gonna be interesting. I just can't wait to next week to see what the, the other knucklehead's gonna do. <laughs> you yeah. know, well, Donald really Trump, one word to describe him. Just call him Debo. Debo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Has right. he used the word peace? Has huh? he used the word no. peace and justice? Not at all. Not at all. But I tell you what Not he did say all. when he was when he was interviewed on InfoWars, it's out there on the YouTube. It's about thirty-three minute interview. He said we should just take the oil. I said, "Oh, uh-huh. there it is." Yeah. Uh-huh. And he don't care yeah. about the loss of life. That man don't care. He's gonna be good, Baron and Ivanka and all them. They gonna be good, okay? He well, that's what care. he. Was, that's what he was talking about, Renee, when he said we should just take the oil. He was discussing Iraq. Uh, that it was based on lies and that we was going to go in and get out and we was promised to go in and get out. And get, he said we should just take the oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and Bill Maher said this, and I'm not too fond of him, but he said this, and I agree with it 100%. The American people are stupid. Can I yeah. say something? Yeah. Well, that's a true statement. I mean, you can't get around that. that that's a very true statement. <laughs> Without a doubt, yeah, you know, man. He said something else. I can't recall it right here, right now. 
But he said some other. Oh, oh, Renee, I know it's something because when this happened, I thought about you. What do you think about those two black ministers that got up there? <laughs> they got a bad problem. They got a bad problem. Huh? Oh my gosh, they got a bad problem. <laughs> The thing about it is White supremacy They never change the script They only make it You know better They can make it more co- covert But they never change the script So they always gotta have Some boot licking Negroes They always gotta have the sambo Get up there Somebody Somebody, and that's what they do. And and I'm not to bang on religion, or you know, or anything like that. However, the black church, the black pastor, that is an easy way to manipulate black people. And so, under the guise of religion, oh, this is this pastor. He's he's into the word of God, and he believes this, and he believes that, and so he can get up and he can tell you X, Y, or Z, and you say, okay. Well, all right then. And, and unfortunately, and I love my people, but when I said American people are gone, that includes black folk too in that mix. Yeah, that's right. The masters are ashes. And see, yeah. Christian black Christian church was started in slavery, man. It was started in slavery time to give uh, slaves something to do on Sunday. And so when they came up with, with the Christian church over here in America, slavery time, to get pick one black overseer in the plantation. To be a preacher, to have a little service while the slave monster yep. sitting in there and watch and see what they're doing. And that's, that's how right. it was all started. Can I say something? Go ahead. When this all started with Reverend Wright, they pushed him away and called him all kind of names. Now we listen to the other, this other election that's coming up. What's in the mix with this? Black people are still not offered nothing right. And as I say And I'm leaving Is they gonna blame Obama for not being president again oh. And I'm not going to believe one of them I'm going to sit back and relax And watch this white woman and this white man Fight for their America oh. If they fight for their America They ain't fighting for you well, see, now, exactly. anybody can be a preacher. All you need is a bone, a chicken bone, a fish bone, a ham bone, a microphone, okay. and you're a preacher. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. They switch it on over to the opposite side of people that don't even look like it. That's what they do with it. You don't need your hand, don't even okay. touch it. Go to the convention. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. All right. And we, we, we're going to leave it right there because it was about, man, I got to let y'all get your last words in. And we got some, you know, we're running low on time here. So, uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and, and let Renee go on and finish it out. Finish it out. Since she was last in, she got to be first out. All right, Renee, go ahead. Go on and get your last thoughts okay. in. Okay. Yeah, I just don't have much to say, you know, just coming in and saying a couple words. So thank you, Mr. Talk. Have a great weekend. Thank you, everybody on the line, Sister Angoni, everybody, Maze, the other brother who was speaking, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye, Renee. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Maze, you're next. Yeah, Trump going to do everything. Hillary ain't going to. I don't know what she's going to do, but he can do everything that the one we have now couldn't do. 
and I'm just going to say sit back and blame him for not being president. Have a good one. And think about it. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> That's a, you may have a point there. I'm going to sit back and watch, too. All right, Wesley, you up. Well, everything going to be good. God people, we are God people. Remember one thing, hashtag move your money out of your white folks' banks and, and, and do for yourself. And hashtag move your money and hashtag uh, respect our in your black dollars. Peace and blessing, black people. We're going to come up. We're going to come up. All right, Wesley. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> you have a great weekend as well. Last but not least, Sister Ngoni. Well, great show. I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for having me, and good evening to everybody. It was nice talking with you, and that's all I have to say. Oh, one more thing. Um, it don't matter who's in the White House because whatever's going to happen, they already planned it, and they're already doing it. So what difference does it make, really? I'm done. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Sister Ngoni. Um, <laughs> what an interesting show. Um, I want to say um, thanks to East Coast, guess 891-901-988, um, Pianchi, and Blues Unchanged that stopped by to hang out in the chat room with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, if you want to go and check out the, the, the guy that says he's sovereign, got his car towed, um, you can go to HTTP, well, just go to www.aetv.com, okay? And you can find his Parking Wars is the name of the show. All right, man. You know, I had to watch it in the, uh, this circus called the National Convention, uh, Republican Convention over the week, man. You know, it's, it's saddening to realize at how far we are apart as people. You know, um, just the thought is just saddening. And and then we go into the conversation we had here today on the show about the part snatching and just the, the I mean, where is the hope? Where is the hope? You know, if, if we looking to have hope as a people, I don't know if we ever going to find that, but you can always have hope as an individual. And maybe that'd be enough to sustain you. I, I, you know, hopefully it is. Hopefully it is, it is enough to sustain you. Because if you take a look at the big picture of what we're dealing with on a daily basis, I, I don't see it as a as a group. <laughs> you know, as as my brother Wesley said, teach one, reach one, and maybe the, and we have to continue to attempt. Because I can't say we get, have to, but we we can attempt to reach one person and hopefully they attempt to reach one person. And then maybe just maybe we have a slight chance, but if that is not happening, then Hey, we out there, we out there pants down, booty hanging in there in the wind, <laughs> get eaten up by mosquitoes with Zika. <laughs> All right, y'all I'm get out of here, man. I want to say y'all have a great weekend. It's been fun. I do appreciate it. Uh, Renee Mays, Sister Angoni, Wesley, Pianchi, um, Elvira and everybody else that tuned in today. Thank you for dropping by and um, y'all have a great weekend and I see all of you Monday 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain. 
I want to say keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive well, open the heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right? I'm going to take you all out of here. Sister Goni, say take you out with some hope, huh? Well, Sister Goni, I got some cooling and gang for you, so I hope that's good enough for you. Well, get down on it, all right? You dance your way out of here. All right, and until Monday, y'all. Y'all have a great weekend. This is Mr. Talk saying peace. Have a good one. I'm out. Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get down? Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get down? Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me.
Come on and get down on it. Get down on it. 